That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Welcome to the PWC Monday Night Machismo Thursday Edition. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he's back once again. He is the two-time opinion haver, even though I keep saying he's the three-time opinion haver. But I know, it's the two-time. He is a Rip Rogers guy. He is Jamie, the vet, Williams. Welcome back to the Machismo, my friend. And, and what's crackalackin', man, after we did the Next Level podcast, like, this morning or yesterday, I guess, now? <laughs> I haven't seen you in a whole day, Jimmy. I know. Tell me about it. It feels like we just did the show like not too long ago, but yeah, it's been about twenty-four hours exactly. True. Yeah. Yep. Just about. Yeah, so, so we're here on a Thursday for Monday. Yeah. After Tuesday, the- which was on a Wednesday, <laughs> or I don't know what day it is. Um, I don't know about you, Jimmy, but uh, I got a shoot job, and uh, when I go in to the job, it's one day on the calendar, and when I get off, it's the next day on the calendar. So that can play a little bit of havoc with your mind but you get used to it after a while dude i was gonna say i used to do night shift myself man i prefer the night the night hours to be honest man i'm a night guy as i can see as you are i can only do that i hate day shift bro straight up (laughs) i'm not gonna lie but i don't know how you do it man because you look fresh man you look fresh as a daisy i swear i kid you not you you look fresh i don't know how you do it man but that's why you're the vet man it's the drugs jimmy (laughs) (laughs) come on man 
it's too late to be <laughs> to be laughing at that but uh that that's a good one i'll give you that but we are here to talk monday night raw fortunately or unfortunately depending how you look at it <laughs> very unfortunately yes well, fortunately for everyone else, because we'll have to... And, and like I told you before, Jimmy, I've got a lot to make up for. Because the last time I was on the Machismo, I wasn't on my game. And I owe everyone a makeup show. I owe everyone an apology. So I'm here to make it right and be the best vet I can be. For all the <laughs> wonderful fans of the PWC. Absolutely. And we've already got a few comments. And uh, Facebook user says, oh my god, my favorite podcaster... Oh God! Whoa. Two male escorts. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, you need to pay us, y'all. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean the the, <laughs> the phone's not ringing as of now, but I'm sure it will be now that we've been live for five. Uh, well, he also says Vent never needs to apologize. Well, I apologize. Then I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the whole it's it's like the, that the Homer Simpson line, right? He's like uh, he's like. Uh, one thing about me, I never apologize. I'm sorry. That's just the way I am. <laughs> nice. I like it. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wants to, well, apparently he wants to hear a little compare and contrast between Collision and Dynamite or with Dynamite. Um, well, what's with everybody wanting to talk AEW all the time? Every show, people want us to talk. We've spoken about it already on numerous shows, but hell. Cause, well, for one thing, Jimmy, it's not raw. So that's one reason why they want to talk about it. For another thing, AEW is all the talk in the streets because we already know that the WWE is the same old shit. We know that. It's never going to change no matter who buys it, who sells it, who's in charge of creative or otherwise. We know it's just going to be the same boring shit. AEW, on the other hand, quite tumultuous, right? Like there's always shit going on and it's always ready to go on. So we cool. just never know what's going to happen. They are the dirt sheets dream promotion, <laughs> I have to tell you. Well, I'm glad you actually brought that up because I don't know if you caught Dynamite yesterday by any chance. Of course. You probably haven't. Oh, you have? Of course. Oh, oh wow. Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, How could I haven't you say re- such a thing? Well, I haven't released the skirmish yet, but it will be like after we, we're done, it'll be up on the download. You can't find okay. it on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for the time being. Sure. But... um. I don't know if you caught what we were saying. It was me, I didn't get uh, to hear the skirmish, but I did. I did watch Dynamite. Well, put it this way: we, well, we all gave it an F, right? Really? But yeah, we all gave it an F. But on top of that, I even gave it a a Z. A Z. A Z. If there's that's such way a lower than an F. <laughs> that's way lower than an F. That's how much I thought this show sucked. Chris thought the same, and including Jeff. Funny enough, we all agreed. But I keep seeing people online thinking this show was great. But maybe it's just me. I don't know. Well, it's obviously not just you. It's at least well, two yeah. other guys. But I, I will say, like, um, I would not even give it anywhere near an F, let alone a Z. I would give it, uh, I would give last night's show a um, C plus. Wow. Maybe. Really? Yeah, like... Now, keep in mind a couple of things. Last week's Dynamite, pretty decent. Um, the three, four, five weeks before that, almost unwatchable. So Thanks. we're coming off a series of bad Dynamites that encapsulate everything that's wrong with Dynamite. And then last week we get a decent show that kicks off with a hot title match. or not a, It's not for the title, but it's, it's involving the title, right? right. With MJF and Cole. 
And then, uh, you know, we the, the rest of the show is eh, what it was. But like Ben and I discussed on the Light the Fuse on uh, Hami Media Group, uh, oh. channelattitude.com, uh, we said that. that even those sloppy matches like the six-man tag or the, the schmas at the end of the show, like even though they were very, very um, not pro wrestling, the crowd was very hot and into it and they all had a good time and that energy was pretty infectious so it ended up seeming better than it was now this show not that great not maybe as great as the previous week and yeah there were some things i didn't really want to see but that's every AEW show really and if you contrast that with um let's go back a year when they're trying to promote the first forbidden door and think of how not only how bad of a job they did at promoting Forbidden Door and and incorporating the New Japan talents into the show, but how many talents weren't able to end up making the matches or being available because we still had international travel restrictions sure. and people were getting sick, people were getting hurt, people were just dropping out left and right, and the Forbidden Door we were promised was not what we ended up getting. So eh, that was like the 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 dynamites from last year around this time were falling well short of the expectations last night and the week before i thought they gave us just enough of the new japan guys and put them in the right places not the best they could but better than last year so progress jimmy right there's some progress i think i hope so look i'm look personally i'm actually looking forward to forbidden door because you know it's the forbidden door, right? But what are we getting? Uh, was it Kojima versus CM Punk? Now, that was an interesting one. There must be some kind of unspoken reason why that it wouldn't be, say, a Kenta, for example, who's well, been trying to book his own stuff with CM Punk for the better part of last year. Right. Um, I don't know if Punk is ducking the guy because he ripped off half his shit, but... Um, I really don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, it was supposed to be Punk and Tanahashi last year. That's one of the things we didn't get, and Moxley had to come in, right, for that. Um, and I kind of thought they would go with that again before they did the MJF thing. I thought they would try to redo Punk and Tanahashi because, Jimmy, I don't know how much New Japan you've been able to catch lately, but Tanahashi is visibly getting worse in terms of like his his walking he looks like he's even just walking to the ring he looks a little more labored the knees he hasn't really taken any significant time off he keeps on grinding he's on every tour he's traveling internationally like this is this is not 2008 anymore no definitely he, not. you can't ride this horse like this anymore um which is why mjf is the perfect opponent for him because mjf can work and they can have a good match uh without expecting way too much of him right, right. um I'm but yeah kojima kojima is another it's like i, I like kojima I, I i do um he's a legend man he's, he's a legend right. he, he's a legend he's he's just there's something about him you just want to give him a hug you know like you just you just kind of <laughs> want to give him a hug but but damn like th this came out of nowhere it's just like oh yeah and this is happening here it is in this graphic one we got a tournament going on and uh cm punk's in the tournament and kojima's oh, in the yes. tournament. it's like are you just pairing up 42 year old no he's older than that he's like 52. yeah easily should be roughly but then again i was so wrong about moose so <laughs> i mean well i know, know i know for a fact just like i know moose is 39 i know that kojima's over 50 so wow it, it's a strange pairing but 
who knows what the reasoning is behind it. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, I don't think the match will be that impressive either. I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. But uh, The good thing few- about Kojima, I will just say before we move on, is he doesn't do anything now that he used to. He didn't used to do when he was younger. So he can still have the same match that he needs. And there was a period of time there in Japan where, you know, he's over the hill now. And you know how it goes in New Japan, Jimmy, right? Where you, you start out as a young lion losing mm-hmm. Then you go on your excursion and be who you're going to be. And then when you get to a certain age, you're there to put over the new generation, right? And even though he's been in that spot, there have been times where guys weren't able to make shows and they've had to slot him into main events and things like that. And he's pulled off the same 25-minute main events that he would have had to pull off in his prime. So he can still go. Um, But it is just a weird match out of nowhere, like you said. Yeah, no, it is weird, but whatever i mean we'll see how it goes i'm still excited for the actual pay-per-view but uh like i said even i mean i'm more worried about shibata out of anybody though vet i mean the fact that this guy is still gonna be in a match i mean come on man like it's it's just i don't know man i get it he, he just wants to keep wrestling and whatnot but he's got a piece of his skull missing for crying out loud dude yeah so is yeah. Jackie Chan, and he he made <laughs> movies he? for thirty more years. Yeah, no, really. Didn't you he? ever see Armor of God? You remember when he, you never Back saw that stunt day? where he fell off? Yeah, he fell out of that that uh, that tree or whatever and cracked his skull open, and he made movies for another that. thirty more years. So, you know, well, I was young, you don't but... need a whole skull to be a, an athlete <laughs> or a performer, Jimmy. It'll be all right. <laughs> well, I guess not. But uh, look, who's in the his house? It is Aaron That's Ben right. Shlomo. Hello, everybody. Well, love hello to you. He's got a question Absolutely. too. Would you like? Would you like to ask ask me his question? Well, <laughs> well, I will ask you your question from Aaron. He says, "Vet, do you think that with the way that Juice Robinson looks and the way that he talks, he should get a Brian Pill? Ah, interesting. Brian Pill, loose cannon type character to match how White is calm and relaxed. That's an interesting actual uh, thought, Vet. I kind of like that. Um." I mean, that's something you could do with Juice. He's kind of, I mean, he's kind of doing it. Kind of, right. No, he He's not do. exposing the business the way Brian Pillman was no. back when he was doing that. But, Nowhere near. <laughs> yeah, but he is he is yelling and acting like a madman all the time, which <laughs> that's kind of what he's at. I was explaining, I was explaining to, to um, Jeff and Chris on their collision review uh, that with Juice Robinson, because they're, it seems like lots of people are saying that not just them, but even guys like Cornette and Brian Last are saying that Juice Robinson seems like the star of the team. Yeah, it's true. And and Jay White is like, oh, we thought he was supposed to be the big deal, but we like Juice Robinson. And I was explaining to them, and you already know this, Jimmy. Jay White is the gift that keeps on giving. 100%. Juice Robinson is the he's the he's like he was like remember when um remember like a long time ago when they had that that uh that singing that big mouth bass singing billy bass or whatever that you hang on the wall and it sings like take me to the river or some shit and it's like a funny it's like a funny gift right and you laugh at it once and then now you're stuck with it it's like that's the one joke it doesn't ever change juice robinson has been juice robinson for six years he's never going to do anything different it's just new to everybody because they're seeing it now in the united states but we're already tired of Juice Robinson. We've seen that this is what he does, right? 
Always. True. Am I am I am I wrong though? No, like, no, no, has he not. evolved one? Although he switched heel, that's well, the only thing. But he's basically been the same as a babyface. He's just he's always yelling and being outrageous, and it's it's one trick. He's got the one thing. No offense to him, he's good. He's getting better. Um, he's very entertaining. But that is the one thing you ceiling you you've seen it already right right exactly. whereas jay white will surprise you over and over and over again with the different layers that he has so i look forward to people seeing that onion get peeled back over time while juice robinson kind of stands in place you know i can't wait for that because i keep trying to explain to people that don't or haven't really seen jay white that he's so much better than what you see but slowly but surely we're kind of getting there right but still i haven't seen an intriguing promo from him in the middle of the squared circle, man. You know what I mean? That's the only thing that annoys me. But mm. they have done bits and pieces. And at the end of the day, he is pretty much in the main event picture, right? You would, you could say that. You could. I mean, he's with those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't say Ricky Starks is a main eventer. No. But he can be. And they are finishing shows or closing shows, I should say. You know, so that's technically the main event. Mm. Um and the one time that that uh, Jay did get a live mic, I know that you know it didn't necessarily blow everybody's socks off. But again, he's not that type of guy. He's the guy that you look back on and be like, "Wow, he's been good this whole time," and I just wasn't paying attention. I'm telling you, and you already know. I don't have to tell you, but I'm telling no, the other people Jay that are like, "I don't see what the big deal is about Jay." Well, pay attention for one, um, and he'll, like I said, he will show you. A bunch of different layers to this. AEW's Absolutely. lucky to have the two best heels in wrestling in the same company right now with him and MJF. I am 100% agree. That's why it annoys me when I try to explain this to people. But, uh, and I get it. They haven't seen him, you know, in action per se yet, like the true Jay White. But he's he knows what he's doing. I think they know what they're doing. And he seems happy. I, I keep saying that. He doesn't mm. seem upset by his role or anything like that. As a matter mm. of fact, he's even been trolling CM Punk on Twitter. But welcome Great. back. You know what I mean? It shows him doing Uranagi or mm-hmm. some, some sort of move like that onto Punk. Right. But um, yeah, no, no, I'm pumped. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, and, uh, and to that point, um, you got to think like CM Punk coming back and Collision having some different talent on there than you may see on Dynamite and vice versa, whatever. A lot of that has probably got to do with... Um, a lot of that has probably got to do with punk saying look here's a list of people i think could you know kind of like you heard the click saying back in the day like here's a list of people that can go you know what i mean and and putting the guys that they like in the company on that list and punk probably has a similar list which is why you probably see some people so there may be no coincidence that you find a guy like jay white on the same show as punk coming back right and in that same main event with him on that night like it can't 100%. be a total coincidence. No, no. He would have handpicked him, no doubt about it, man. I just find that the... Well, before I go there, I'll say what up to the comment king in Todd Brantley, who absolutely made us laugh last night during the skirmish. He was on fire, man. But he mm. says MJF, T- Tanahashi, and Osprey Omega should be good. Besides that, who knows? I mean, they're, they're the two main matchups i mean nah, okada danielson would be. oh yes that would be a banger of course how did i forget that that would probably be the be best that would be the best match 100 more than likely no more question likely. right um osprey and omega if they kill each other again that'll be Which something they will 
They will probably kill will. Each other again. Absolutely. And MJF and Tanahashi are just going to take you to school and show you how old school stuff is done, right? So. Oh no, definitely. And lucky you, you have before. three totally different style matches, but they're all going to be like a good look at the way wrestling is supposed to be. And then everything else is probably going to be a mess, but that's fine. No, we'll see about that. You think it would be like a 10 hour extravaganza? Let's hope not. <laughs> and Todd says he forgot about Okada Danielson. Heck, even I did, Todd, so don't worry. It's all good. Um, I know this is Chris. He's our very own Chris. Ams, that is A-M-B-S with, uh, that's Lambs without the L. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, or bullshit hey, first thing in the morning. Bullshit first thing in the morning, Exactly. He says, haven't seen Main Event Jay White, haven't seen Best Bout Machine Omega. You haven't seen the cleaner Omega. That's, that was the Omega. Um, but yeah, you haven't actually seen Jay White either yet. And believe me, I know you're not sold yet, Chris. But trust me when I tell you, he will impress you eventually. Hopefully. Hopefully he does. Well, I sent, I sent Chris a match a long time ago to watch and he said he'd watch it and they never right. got back to me. So <laughs> if you go back through your, if you go back through your DMS, Chris, you'll find a match that I sent you and you can watch that and you can see how good Jay White is. <laughs> naughty, naughty, Chris. Come on, man. You don't do that. You got to yeah. watch it. Damn it. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> medium five says, yeah, a real wet dream match. Of course. Jesus. Come on, dude. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, well, there's quite a few comments. We've got a, quite a few people in the house. But Chris Whelan, who asked the first question, wants mm-hmm. to know, how can AEW book New Japan pro wrestling guys on TV while Miro gets two minutes when he's Eddie Kingston due to, <laughs> to give birth? Will you be mentioning Dominic Sweet selling of the stunner? Inquiring minds want to know. Um, first of all, uh, Eddie Kingston's definitely about to give birth, one hundred percent. And as far as Miro goes, I mean, to be fair, he wasn't sort of uh, in the picture of Forbidden Door before he came back. Anyway, I'm sure we should see him on Collision. I mean, if you notice Vet on Collision, they didn't really hype up Forbidden Door. There was nothing really going on with that. So I don't know if they're going to keep it that way. A but you think it was strange. And you'd think they would do some shit, right, this coming Saturday? Especially they probably in will. Canada. Right. They probably will. You think? Um, yeah, and Miro, uh, all Miro can get is two minutes right now. He's been laid, laid off for how long? He probably could get blown up any more than he did. <laughs> hey, man, it was good to see him back, though. I won't lie. He yeah. looked great. But uh, I'm yeah, glad he's back, him. but, I mean, come on. like the, First of all, you don't want to see Miro in a 15-minute match right now. Second of all, you no. can't do a 15-minute match right now. And, uh, you know, you got to leave him wanting more. Yeah, it's true. Well, Ben Shlomo thinks, I think the problem with White is that he began his US run with AEW, who can't get a wet tell over. Well, technically, he was in Ring of Honor on excursion, but... That that, well, let's not, let's not talk about yeah, that. Because we'll, we'll uh, he's that. nothing like he was He's then. nothing like that. He was uh, a white meat babyface back then. Right. Also... <laughs> Literally. He, yeah, we, we know we know Jimmy that we can't trust AEW to get somebody over. We also know that Jay White's not going to worry about AEW getting him over. He's going to get himself over, right? So one hundred percent. That's what he's what he. Here's one of the things that wrestling fans don't see that a worker might see is the way when he's put in these situations. Is how I had to explain about the commander match, right? He's put in the situation that he didn't necessarily ask for. So he has to not only protect himself, but do his job, right? So 
the what Jay White has to be concerned with right now is not looking bad or being embarrassed. And no matter what you could say about him not impressing people to this point, you can't say he's embarrassed himself, right? Like no, he hasn't embarrassed himself. Me. He's took he's taking care of his own business, and that's what you have to do. You have to bide your time, prove that you're reliable. They'll give you the spots, you know. Uh, one week everybody's roasting him for holding commander's hand while he does his rope stuff a few weeks later he's in a main event with the returning cm punk on the debut show of collision <laughs> so i'm just telling you keep your eyes on him and you can you can say i told you so way back when 100 and uh, you'll prove he's wrong <laughs> chris says jimmy's soaked i am actually i just got out of the you know my good old shower it's my trademark at this point um, he also says White was in Impact for one or two years. I don't think two years, maybe for a year, no. if that. Six months, if, if that. Jay, Jay, when was this? Yeah, well, he was he was there doing his thing during the pandemic. That's about it. Yeah, that was like more like one or two months. Right, yeah, if that. And he was stuck in the US at the time. He couldn't actually get back to Japan. And they, made, and they, and they had him do a job to uh, Chris Sabin, which, as I like to call him, in 98 Goldberg. God, I, I, you know what sticks out to me with Chris Saban? I always think of uh, what Kurt Angle said about him. Do you remember this? Mm -mm. He, I don't know why this sticks out to me, but he's always called him. He stinks. He said Chris Saban stinks. Now I don't know if he means that literally, or he must, just he must. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to me, I just look at Chris Saban. I think you stink, dude. But uh, yeah, other than that, who cares? Jinder says, "How can Jay White get over looking like a hobbit?" <laughs> Come on, bro. Why, because he's just, from New Zealand? Yeah, just because they filmed the <laughs> Hobbit movies in New Zealand doesn't mean he looks like a Hobbit. I see what you did there, Jinder. I see what you did there. Well, anyway, uh, look, just trust us when we tell you he will be good. Believe me when I tell you that. But uh, anyway, in just a little other news, mm -hmm. and not that anyone cares, but maybe mm -hmm. people do, um, Sasha Monet is going to bring out a rap song. <laughs> yes. That's what I've been Sasha? waiting for. Yes. Hell yeah. Sasha, Sasha Monet. It's yeah. a new it's a new artist that we've never heard of before. <laughs> I'm sure Snoop will probably be featuring on it. That probably. What is she gonna be rapping about? She'd be like Mane. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yep. She's gonna rap about her broken foot. Uh <laughs> she could yeah, say she literally shit. broke her foot off in Willow's ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel so bad for her, man. No, really though. I truly do, because the fact that she had to lose to Willow, I mean, the fact that they even let her run with the belt right now is weird, but it is what it is. What'd you think of, um, what'd you think of her little run? You know, she, she had a short run, you know, about Who's three, Sasha, four uh, matches. Yeah. yeah. Aside um, from all the, uh, other, you know, we're that's just talking about problem. the wrestling part. Well, yeah. Other than her being weird in front of the Japanese people acting like, a, I don't know what the fuck she was acting like. Was she trying to be a heel? Maybe you uh, think she was uh, like trying to be obnoxious on purpose or something. She's good uh, at look, that. Right. Look, I'll be honest. The truth is I understand why she was doing that because she's trying to play up that Japanese stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like being that, well, it all, it's yeah, almost like are. trying to mock them too. Like, right. Well, yeah, I can do Japanese better than Japanese. Right. Like almost, I, I don't know. Maybe she's not thinking that far ahead. Maybe I'm giving her too much credit, but no, it's, it's that a hundred percent. That's how I took it personally. You know what I mean? I, mm. just, but the way the Japanese people were kind of looking at her, I almost cringed, bro. Cause I was just looking at it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? 
Even mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? Like, seriously? The time when she had a guitar, I think. Was it a guitar? I think so. She's oh, when she sang that she sang the song about uh whoever <sighs> sucks. Yeah, I can't remember now, but it cringed me at the time. But yeah, look, her run was all right. I mean she she lit up the, the, the women's scene in Japan, that's for sure. Because at the end of the day, she is a big name. I mean, it is what it is. What I find interesting though, is she ever gonna be back in? Uh, AEW, I mean WWE, and is she going to end up in AEW? She's not going back to WWE. You don't think so? No, not after not. Uh, well, first of all, she was she had a job and she walked out. True. That should tell you a lot, right? Right. Um. So, no, she ain't going back. And I think everything with the sale and Vince McMahon and everybody coming back and everything like that and just things being weird there. I think that cements the fact that she's not coming back. Like she probably has no interest in being anywhere around that or those people anymore. Plus why should she, she's already done everything there is to do there. So what's the point? Be, be a, for her to hold this new urine colored championship. Like, is that, is that what she's going to do? It's pretty ugly, right? The women is so disgustingly ugly anyway. So yeah. What is that the appeal to come back? No, come on. That's no, She'll she'll come back to AEW because of the working relationship between literally every other wrestling company that's not WWE. So she's been working with New Japan and the Stardom, and she'll probably work with AEW too. But she just got hurt. I'm sure she was probably gonna have a big match here on Forbidden Door if her foot didn't break, right? Oh well, yeah, true, seems seems sure. like a seems like a you know a, a a Tony Storm versus Sasha Banks sounds a lot better than a Willow Nightingale versus Tony Storm, right? So uh, no offense to Willow Nightingale, yeah, it, but she wasn't. She shouldn't have been in that spot. She's she's shouldn't have been in this. Well, she is in the. They didn't have a lot of other spots, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm not disparaging Willow at all, even <laughs> though she is kind of green. But I'm just saying, Very. like. She's put in these spots. She's doing her best. I'm not hating on her. Um, But it's very clear that that's, you know, anything that, you know, Monet is going to do is going to be bigger money than uh, Willow. No, for sure. Homeboy 88 is in the house. Yo, vet, Jimmy, what's going on, homeboy? Homeboy. Actually, I I was on his show. Me and Jeff were both on his show just a couple days ago. Pretty funny, actually. Jinder go- Jinder says, urine colored, you say, or is it the R. Kelly special signature bout? Yeah, that <laughs> that's that's the one. <laughs> drip, drip, Jeez. drip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and Aaron Ben Shlomo says, vet, you are too generous. Calling with Sasha doing in Japan is not a work, but self-humiliation, apparently, vet. Um, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, Who knows? It is what it is. And one yeah. last thing before I leave the comments for a little because they're going crazy. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes left WWE, won titles all around the globe. Sasha Banks Monet can't compete with Willow Nightingale. Come on, Chris. To be fair, she broke her ankle. Yeah, man. also, also, Chris, I think I know that you got pictures of toys in your profile picture, but come on, man. You, <laughs> you know better than that. Cody never won a title in his life since he was an amateur wrestler, okay? <laughs> And medium five says her spot, live spot, dog spot. Good shout out to Arn Anderson and Kurt Hennig back in the day, if you remember. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't get any spot, but I think of X Park saying, well, and Kevin Nash. 
Uh oh, Jimmy's should... frozen. You get my not my liver spot. <laughs> not my dog spot. Do you remember that? Oh, am I frozen? You am were for a second there. I think I think you're almost caught oh. up now. Oh, thank God. I was talking about the spots, but it doesn't really matter now. Uh anyway, let's get into one other piece of news. Apparently, Vet, this past mm. Saturday's AEW Collision Show at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois, featured an opening promo segment by CM Punk. During his opening promo, Punk discussed and ranted about several topics, which included a dig at the Young Bucks for being counterfeit bucks. Who, who, wait, where are you reading this? Um, as his PW Insider, as a matter of fact. Who wrote the article? Mike Johnson. Okay. Um, Why? Because the, the phrasing there is interesting. Ranted. Well, yeah, don't blame me. Like, why'd blame... they use... No, I'm not blaming you, but I'm asking know, because that that kind of paints a weird picture, right? Like, I wouldn't have called it a rant, but apparently he did. So he's trying to take people that didn't care to watch the show but might read this and well, yeah. shape their... color their opinions of it. But anyway, continue. Well, he goes on saying how he took a dig for being the counterfeit bucks at the Young Bucks compared to him being the one Bill Phil. Uh, anyway, Mark Johnson's reported that his sources stated that the verbiage used by Punk for his promo was apparently not pre-written nor pre-approved, but was completely off-the-cuff vet, supposedly. Mm -hmm. AEW officials reportedly had given Punk total creative freedom to speak to the live crowd as he saw fit. In regards to the backstage reaction over Punk's promo, Fightful Select now reported that their sources uh -oh. stated that the We know who that is. <laughs> exactly. That the general reaction was mixed, with some pointing out Punk's removal of the AEW Mike Flag logo was similar to what he had done for an angle in the past in WWE. It was reported that people on both sides spoken to had felt that Punk was just getting out what he needed to get out, and others spoken to reportedly felt that it was a little hypocritical of Punk to make comments about others being soft after he was publicly upset about his Hangman Adam Page program and its promos and the spots he took issue with um what do you think about that is that is there any truth to that do you think him calling everybody else soft i mean he could be talking about himself also i mean when you think about it it's not my fault you, you know everyone's favorite wrestlers are soft right. i mean he could be also talking about himself um do you think that was hypocritical if he wasn't though uh no no because the thing wasn't public. He well, never said anything in public about Hangman's true. thing until much later. That's When that's people true. were asking him, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> you know, talking well, yeah. about going off at the scrum with the muffins and whatnot. It's like, they, they, nobody knew anything about it until then. So he, he made us, he made they're making it sound like he came out and complained about Hangman Page's promo the next day. You know, no, these, <clears throat> these people are the ones who run and cry uh, when anything happens um, or, or take their shots or, or, or do whatever. So if he feels like, you know, he needs to say something about it, that's fine. Now, as far as him having the creative freedom goes, he said in the, in the thing right before, you know, the, the package they played, um on dynamite before collision uh he said i don't know what i'm gonna say till i go out there right that's true so they no, they, right. they they said that that means they recorded that and he said that and then they played it on their show so 
what do they expect? And you know you're not going to tell. Nobody's going to tell CM Punk, uh, CM Punk, you can't say uh, this or that or the other thing. Like, you can't tell him that. So they're not even going to try. They're just going to, you know, hold their breath and hope that he doesn't say anything. And as far as I'm concerned, what he said out there was within the bounds of the situation, pretty professional, all, all things considered. It was, actually, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, but, you know, I'm sure people were going to expect him to say what he felt. I mean, at the end of the day, apparently he didn't mention Hangman Adam Page because Hangman has been quiet since that blow-up. And that same goes with Kenny. I mean, I don't think he's actually got an issue with Kenny deep down, though. So I think that's all good. But more importantly, Vet, do you think, with all this shit going on, do you think the Elite are basically on the way out and possibly going to WWE. If anything, I feel like they're losing their power now, man. Like, big time. Mm, I mean... I Well, the, the truth is, I don't know. But if I have to speculate, just to be interesting on this show, then I'll say that uh, I would question that the WWE would want anybody from the Elite other than just to steal another guy from the company. But I don't think that... I think it's a bluff because I don't think that the Young Bucks certainly would ever want to go to WWE uh, for any reason. Because no matter what, like, okay, look, most people can relate to having to go to work and see somebody they don't really like or get along with. Absolutely. But it's up to you at least 50% up to you, how you deal with that. You can constantly be looking to cause problems and friction with the person, or you can leave them alone and you both do your own thing. Or your third option is you can talk about it and straighten things out and say, let's move on. Right. Those are your three options and it's, they're all up to you. So in the ESPN interview, punk said he reached out to everybody and did not hear back. Okay. Is he a liar? I've never known him to be a liar as much as I've not liked him in the past or had taken issue with some of the ways he's gone about things, whether it's me, my friends, or anybody else that, you know, he's come in contact with. But lying isn't one of the things, at least even if he's not telling the truth, he thinks he is, or it's his, it's his recollection of events. I don't think he's outright lying knowing he's lying but um yeah so it's way easier to go to work and have to deal with one cm punk than to go to the wwe and have to deal with all those motherfuckers who have made people miserable for the last 40 years on purpose like it's a thing that people go to wwe and get paid a lot of money to be fucking miserable and fucked with so the Young Bucks, if they are that soft, certainly don't want any part of the WWE because they will be eaten alive there. And they're going to have to go on that road schedule too. <laughs> like right now they get to work. What is, how often do the Young Bucks even have matches, dude? Well, since Punk has pretty much been back in the picture, that they've been very uh, sketchy. That's even before that though, how before often do that- they really wrestle? Well, before that, Matt, Matt Jackson, I believe, had a, some sort of injury, so that's the reasons why. But uh, yeah, they've been hardly doing shit. I mean, even Kenny, to a, to another extent, what's he been really doing, dude? 
What's Hangman Adam Page been doing? That's They've all been like... kind of doing a lot of nothing, right? Right, which I find sort of strange because that is your nucleus. That's pretty much AEW's nucleus. Well, it was right. at one stage. And now I'm starting to think, I don't know what's going on. Something's up, man. And it just... Well, it, it works for me, brother, because I don't like any of them. So that's fine. I, like, I'm Kenny? cool with that. Huh? I don't. I don't give a shit about Kenny Omega. I don't. Wow. Not one bit. I yeah. could have sworn you were a Kenny guy at one stage. No, I, I. I don't. Of of all of them, I mind him the least. Right. But if you told me Kenny's retiring tomorrow, I'm not gonna cry. I. Wow. I don't need to see any more Kenny Omega in my life. It's. It's fine. But he's. If he's sticking around, that's fine too. I don't mind that. The other guy's got to go though. There's no use for the Young Bucks. There's no real use for Hangman. I've seen everything Hangman's gonna do, and it's the same shit. So. Not impressed. So that for for that that being said, um, yeah, I just I just don't think that um, it would be more advantageous for them to just leave and start working four days out of the week <laughs> instead of once every four weeks. If you think they're bitching now, imagine the bitching they'll be doing yeah. if they were there. Yeah, and don't and don't tell me don't tell me they need the money. I mean, obviously, they're, you know, with their wife's running the t-shirt business, I'm sure they got plenty of money. They don't need the WWE's money. They don't, they don't, they, they get 100% of their t-shirt sales. They don't need to share with the WWE. Come on. <laughs> 100%. Chris says your interest segment here surpasses raw and entertainment value. Thank you, Chris. That, that means the world, man. I appreciate it. I'm making and, up for uh, the last time I was on the machine. <laughs> you are. You are. But even though I didn't think you were that bad last time, Vip, but... Anyway, if you thought so, you've definitely blown it out already. You've hit it out the park already, and everyone's excited. So, and it's jamming in the chat. But um, (laughs) well, let's ruin everybody's good time and talk about (laughs) Raw. We will. We'll get to that in a moment. All right. With one more news, there's one more thing actually before we move on to Raw. Um, Apparently, uh, Fightful Select reported that they also confirmed that Kalido and WWE officials had held recent talks regarding Carlito signing a potential contract with the company. It was reported that Carlito had also recently pulled out of another upcoming scheduled booking for an indie event in Lexington, Kentucky. PW Insider's Mike Johnson reported that his sources stated that Carlito's name had yet to be officially added to WWE's current internal roster list as of the time of this report on Friday. Um, now, it seems pretty much confirmed that he signed with WWE. Has he signed with WWE? Do you think it's pretty much a done deal, right? I don't know. Yeah, neither this, do this I. This is another. This a... is another question where I I would have to ask, what do they want him for, and what does he want them for? Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's never really bashed the company. I know, but still, it's got to be a sweet gig not being on the road all these days out of the year to just show up and eat apples and catering with Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> You know, like I, I don't, I don't think people really fully realize like it, I mean, obviously you must, if you're watching raw, like if, if, it, if the people here, you know, like say a Chris Winland, for example, it seems like he probably watches raw or at least keeps up with it. Um, just for an example. So he knows how many people work there versus how many people are actually on the episodes. So you got a lot of people just doing absolutely nothing there. And why do you want to add another one? Bro, what is Carlito going to do at this point? Are they, uh, are, are they, is he going to get the run on top? Is he going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns? Like, what the fuck oh does Carlito God. need 
to be in the WWE four at this point. I'll, I'll tell you what will happen. I can see him doing exactly what they did with him when he first debuted in WWE back in 05, I think it was, when he won the United States Championship against Cena. I can see him beating Theory. So do in we his be, first uh, ever match. Oh, okay. Can I you see, see that? I can. No, no, I absolutely cannot. Okay. No, absolutely not. No, no. And I didn't necessarily like it when they did it then. Now I've always liked Carlito as a as a you know like a wrestler you know right. as a personality right. Right. even the way they you know they brought him in and his gimmick and everything like that was fine uh dare i say cool uh <laughs> but um they did not capitalize on that like after you know like that was instantly they buried him later on dude. it was no like even instantly dude remember jesus Oh, yeah, when he stabbed John Cena in the he club. He stabbed supposedly. John Cena in the club, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't that just completely ruin whatever Carlito was going to get off of that? Yeah. Uh, you only beat John that, Cena because yeah. he got stabbed in the kidney. Like, there was no... It, it, it Nothing... Nobody believed that, first of all. Second of all, second of all, um, that kills any sort of heat that he was going to get because the heat goes on Jesus. Right, and nobody no. was pushing Jesus, so... It's completely pointless. Uh, everything about that was bad. So yeah, I don't, as I don't know as talented, to... yeah, as talented as Carlito was, uh, has been, will be, and is. Um, I just don't think that they really have any real plans for him. If they want him know. to be like an agent or something, he could just zoom that shit in. He doesn't need to go on the road and travel around with these people. <laughs> you can zoom it, for sure. But what I can see them doing, though, I can see... Um, look, let's be honest. The LWO hasn't been working out, right? In my opinion, anyway. The LWO is just... It's just meh. All right? Yeah, I can yeah. see Santos Escobar eventually turning on Rey Mysterio, right? But I can see Carlito being the instigator of that turn where he gets Legado del Fantasma to turn on Rey Mysterio, but they're still the LWO, but under sort of Carlito's, uh, not, I don't want to say leadership, it was, will probably be Santos Escobar's leadership, but under the tutelage of Carlito, if that makes any sense. No. You don't think so? Okay, no. We'll see. First we'll of see. all, first of all, Carlito's Puerto Rican, and these well, guys are from Mexico. So I agree. They're I agree not the that. same thing, okay? They're not the same thing, and I totally agree with you. That's why I hated the LWO right now in the first place because we got a mishmash of Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico. And let's be honest, Puerto Ricans and Mexicans, I'm not saying they hate each other, but they're right. rivals when it comes to certain things. You know what I mean? Well, they certainly don't like to be confused with each other. Well, and, 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 and they're just, very different, even though they're Right, and they're only, throwing, they're only throwing Zelina in there for a demographic, even though they just because um to to those racist idiots it is all the same right no absolutely you're right so i could see them bring in carlito to be a part of it but i don't think that's really what they need it, it the, the whole thing that they've been doing is weird and wrong it's you know first of all if you can just get past the ridiculousness of the idea that santos escobar was supposed to be some kind of a cartel leader with a gang oh, he's that so, like, the other two nasty. guys that he has with him uh were kidnapped in the nxt parking lot and, <laughs> and brought back as his henchmen <laughs> like so we're forgetting this whole thing but even if you can look past all that ridiculousness that's the image you want that image of the 
you know, the rich crime kingpin. And instead, they're having him come out and say how much he loves Rey Mysterio and all this. I hate that, bro. If you were going to do that, you should have brought him back in as how you brought him into NXT in the first place with his Eho Del Fantasma gimmick. Let's just go Absolutely. full Lucha Heritage thing. So, like I said, everything they're doing is weird and wrong. We can't hope to understand it. We can't change their mind. We can't affect this product anymore. All we can no. do is shake our heads and sigh. And um, it doesn't matter if they bring back Carlito or not. Nothing will come of it. Well, I'm a fan of Carlitos, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, Homeboy thinks and says, I'm sorry, guys, I have to disagree. Everybody eventually went to the WWF or WWE. That was the pinnacle of wrestling. If you made it in another organization, you eventually showed up there. He's kind of right to an extent. Yeah, in a fan's eyes. Right. These okay, are guys that now, have to make decisions about their finances, their happiness, and their comfort, right. and things like that. They don't really—they're not really as concerned with what uh, what fans think. And you can make a lot of money other places, or you can make enough money. Oh, absolutely! So. And I get it because if I was a pro wrestler, I mean, even if I was in AEW all this time, just say hypothetically, right? In the back of my mind, I would want to eventually go to WWE and be like. I made it there. Like, even though knowing the eggshells and all the bullshit that goes on, you still want to eventually sort of get there, right? As as a professional wrestler, that is the pinnacle whether people agree with it or not. It is what it is. And Homeboy also thinks Mexicans have better food and better professional boxers. The boxers part is debatable. Food, I agree. <laughs> let's be honest Vin. i mean what's what's a good puerto rican dish man i mean i know you're from the west coast so really mm. you wouldn't be getting much Not puerto rican much, stuff no. right right no. yeah I, I i like mexican food except the beans can be too much man just saying <laughs> uh anyway uh Aaron says let's be honest if they play it right carlito can be the next hollywood hogan i don't know where you i think he's i think he's from. joking he's joking okay Jimmy. i hope so i hope so because that just blew my mind and one more before we go to raw Chris Willis says, yeah, but we can get the first time ever Jericho versus Sting showdown. Please, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Right, Vet. You were right, Vet. Carlito was yesterday. They need to push Santos and Priest and others from such lucha style. Priest needs a push, man. Big time. Yeah. He's all right was... in his spot right now, but I feel like he's ready. Like He's pretty it's much weird. ready at this point. Right. It's weird, and we're going to talk about Raw where he does a clean job. Oh, well, let's actually get into that, unfortunately. Um, let's do it because it is raw coming from Cleveland, Ohio at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. Vet, you love those uh, names for arenas, right? <laughs> yeah, they, 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 definitely, um, they definitely put these at a place in time because they constantly change. Right? I hate that dude. When, right. Whenever it gets bought by another company or a company gets absorbed in a merger, they have to change the name of the, have to change the name of the stadium. So. <sighs> Man, the only thing that makes sense, like down here, right? We've got a dome stadium called. Uh -huh. Initially, it was called Telstra Dome, thanks to sponsorship, but now it's mm -hmm. called uh, Marvel Stadium, right? And the cool thing about it, I mean, there's Marvel stores inside. There's all these Marvel shit like all around the stadium. That's also oh, cool. like the comic books. Yeah, Marvel. Oh, okay. Literally, All it's right. called Marvel Stadium. Like by Marvel, the comic gotcha. books. Gotcha. Okay. Literally, uh, sponsors the 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 dome, the the stadium. Very and, nice. And uh, yeah, we've got like a Marvel superstore in there and shit. 
it's been going on for the last two years. Yeah, it's weird because you would have thought they would have done that in the States first. But for whatever reason, they they decided to do it here. And it's cool the way the way it's done. That type of deals I kind of like, right? And mm. it's still as far as, I mean, as far as I know, it is still the deal. It's still Marvel Stadium. I don't know how long that, uh, that deal is for, but that's kind of cool. Whatever possessing the door is interesting. I, I wouldn't mind looking more into it. But yeah, I like that. But everything else, you know, fucking insurance companies and all this shit, I just find so weird and just confusing. But anyway, we do come from Cleveland and uh, we see Seth Rollins looking for Finn Bello uh, backstage, but then he only to get blindsided vet and beat down by the, <laughs> by the prince. And while road agents circle and look for an opening to pull him away, Finn says he's been waiting seven years for this and it'll be his at Money in the Bank. Can I ask now, because I was away for a couple of weeks, I had not watch Raw for a couple of weeks until now. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is Finn's problem? <laughs> like, wh- wh- why is it so personal? Um, that SummerSlam match. Really? From years ago? Where he yeah, injured him? They're trying, to, they're trying to make that the angle that he's never let go of it. And last week, they were in the ring. And in yeah. one of the worst, most unwatchable <laughs> segments uh, that Raw's ever had, and that's been quite a list, uh, Finn and Seth stood in the ring while the crowd just never stopped singing the Seth Rollins song uh, for like uh. 10 minutes. <laughs> it was, it was, it, the promo could have been done in three minutes if they had just done it. And it stretched out to an interminable length of time. Wow. So he kind of, but he, what what Finn was trying to say was that, you know, he took everything away from him because that was his time. Like he was supposed to, that was he was supposed to be the Universal Champion. That was supposed to be his spot. It was supposed to be everything, and he had to miss that time. And it's Seth Rollins' fault that he is where he is now. Which, well, that's basically that's basically shitting on your whole Judgment Day gimmick. But whatever, he's right to do that because it does suck. And and then. Um, well- and and Seth is just like, you know, well that's the that's the Finn Balor that needs to come after me for the World Heavyweight Championship, the the guy from back then. If this Finn Balor shows up, <laughs> yeah, so that's what his that's basically what his point was last week. So now I guess this week he's had a, he's had some time to think about it, and he's like, you know what, fuck Seth Rollins, I'm just gonna fight him right now, and that's what happened. Well, it does extend over to NXT also because it's that personal that I uh, right. chased him over to NXT also. We can, yeah, we can talk about that at the end as like a little cherry right. on top. We'd obviously don't need to do the whole thing because you did the whole thing with us just <laughs> yesterday, true. which you can find <laughs> yeah. on channelattitude.com, the next level wrestling review with myself, Big Ray Hernandez, and our uh, PWC's own Jimmy T joined us with and a Billy full Ray recap Valentine. from Lisbeth and Billy Ray <laughs> yeah, Valentine with a run in. Yeah, yeah, it was just really. a star-studded next level. If you guys aren't watching it, it's live every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. But anyway, Jimmy, uh, yeah, we'll Great talk show, about that. <laughs> but here's here again, now we have a situation where pro wrestling, I'm not saying a company name even, because this is a problem for everybody. They're trying to sell us a wrestling match by having a backstage fight. So you see him jump Seth Rollins and now we're supposed to like, you know, oh, he jumped him in the back and beat him up. I can't wait to till these guys get in in between the ropes and have rules and time limits and and restrictions. 
That'll that I can't wait for that. No, well, let's just let's just have a street fight for like three weeks. How about how about a three week street fight? <laughs> three week street fight. I well, mean, if nobody's all... gonna get arrested, suspended, fined, anything, just let them just keep fighting all the way till Money in the Bank, and then hey, let them just fight through the Money in the Bank match. Let's see if they can disrupt oh, that, no. and maybe one of them can grab the briefcase, and you know, like even though they're not in the match, you know, Brock Lesnar did it once. Why shouldn't they be able to? I mean, am I making this shit sound stupid enough for everybody, or do I have to go on? <laughs> No, no, no. You're, you're perfect, actually, Ved. As a matter of fact, oh, that oh, sounds pretty stupid and silly, mind you. Actually, as a matter of fact, I can picture them literally... Imagine, like, in the middle of the Money in the Bank match. Now, I can just picture it. Seth Rollins is getting chased by a little vanilla midget in Finn Balor. While the Money in the Bank match is going on, Seth quickly grabs a briefcase, runs away, going, <laughs> while the little dwarf is chasing him, and it's it's on. It's It's... We're playing tag after that. You're it. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Can you picture that shit? Why not? I mean, why not? What What is any cooler on this show than that? Not much. <laughs> um, and I do want to say. Um, That's got to be Chris. I, sounds more like, sounds more like Jeff. Um, uh, I don't know who it is, but uh, it whoever like it is. Yeah. The, here's the thing. Speaking of Finn and NXT, though. Despite all the kayfabeness of this, he does have a point because but when years ago, <laughs> I'm just no, I'm listen, listen though, I'm I'm not uh, talking about now. I'm talking okay. about let's go back to those many years oh, yeah. ago. Right, Finn Balor, the way we perceive him now is different because of everything that's happened since then. But at the time, Finn Balor was red hot, and the people were with it. He beat Roman Reigns to get in that match and win that Universal Championship. And nobody seemed to be complaining about it at the time because he had just been coming off his NXT run, which had been great. Matches with Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura and all these guys, like like really good main event run in NXT. He was more than ready to uh, to make that leap and come up and be a big star. And that shoulder injury, it he never was the same after that. So, you know, that was his chance to ride that momentum and momentum is a thing sometimes. So we'll never know if he could have like pulled it off. Now, maybe things would have ended up the way they ended up, but we'll never know. And I'm sure that as a shoot, he probably thinks about that a lot. I'm sure he's fine with everything, but he's using that or they're using that for his character, for the storyline. But I do think about that. So like when people kind of, disparage finn balor now it's easier now because of what the company has done to him you know and over the years or or how they've they've used up the demon gimmick and 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 shit all over that um just he's we want him we want to think that he has a chance to beat seth rollins for this world heavyweight championship and yet between him and damon priest damian priest for the past couple, three, four, five months or whatever, these guys are getting beat by everybody in meaningless yeah. Raw matches. And now it's you want me to buy him as a contender? It's not his fault. It's the company's fault. That's so, true. And that's you know what's funny? That. During that time, I'm talking about when Finn was your... Was he the first ever Universal Champion at that time? Yeah. He was, right. It was right, a brand was. new belt that they just made brand up out new. of nowhere. Kind of like right. these belts they've been doing lately. <laughs> Right, no, no, no you're Rollins right. Is built. 
But if memory serves me right, I think that year Rollins was freaking injuring everybody, bro. Shoot. Like I'm it talking was not about, a great year for Rollins. It was not. He broke Cena's nose with that knee that he does, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. He Retired fucked thing. Him, yes, with his neck. And then you had Finn. So whatever was going on at, the, at that time with him, I don't know what the fuck was up, but he was hurting some big names at the time, man. And uh, yeah, look, if I was Finn, I'm being honest here, right? That would probably play up on my mind legitly. Because he was crowned the first friggin' Universal Champion, only for him to actually give it up the next night on Raw, which would have sucked for him, 100%. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm sure that does play in his mind. And like you said, I'm sure he's over it. Mm-hmm. But there's that little inkling at the back of your head where, you know, you'd be like, but what if, you know, shit didn't it- happen? In fairness, Seth seems like the kind of guy that would have profusely apologized and and made sure that he was always taken care of and checked up on because I know that I don't really think there's any real animosity between the two guys. No, 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 of course not. But just just the idea of like, man, they were ready to go with me and I didn't even get a chance to show them, you know? Yeah, which sucks for him, of course, you know what I mean? Because. He took a completely different path after that, right. unfortunately for him. But it is what it is. But you're right, Jeff. Um, vet. It was Jeff. God damn it. You know him better than I do. I, I know a Jeff comment when I see it. Believe me. <laughs> the look on your face is perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to, to our very own Dr. Jeff Lippman. Anyway, well, let's move on from that because we see more of them too a bit later. <laughs> yeah, let's move on so we can get back to it. <laughs> yeah, because we will get back to it. Um, but anyway, what's next? We go backstage where Seth Rollins is looking for Finn Balor again. Oh, no, we already that's what I just fucking spoke about. Anyway, next we see the Miz is in the ring, all upset that we are not talking about him and how disappointed he is that Seth freaking Rollins isn't able to hold the open challenge where he was going to accept that challenge yep. and win the mm-hmm. title, apparently, Vet. He, he was. Talks it's about- his hometown, remember. Oh, yes, true. It is in Cleveland, after all. He talks about how he's a god here in Cleveland. <laughs> Please. True. And, and how he's going to issue his own open challenge right here, right now. And then who comes out? It is good old Tommaso Ciampa making Yay. his entrance, blasting Miz with a boot and accepting the open challenge, only for Tommaso pretty much to destroy the Miz. And winning via pinfall, via a fairy tale ending. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, for a little guy, Tomasa looked pretty good in this match. Last time we saw Tomasa Champa, he was the Miz's assistant. He was actually wow, nine months ago. Yeah, you can easily forget about that now. But thank God he's back to his normal self. I mean, shit. Apparently, we're going to get a DIY reunion soon, but um, we'll see. You're excited, clearly. Uh, yeah, clearly. Um, just uh, try to contain my excitement. But, <laughs> but The Miz is another guy who, God damn it, he could pretty much do anything you want or get anything He's... over, and they have no interest in it whatsoever. They just continue to use him for things like this. And I'm not saying he needs to, you know, get one of those, like, you know, a Chris Sabin push, you know, like a Goldberg 98 push or anything like that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> But there are more creative and useful ways for The Miz to earn a paycheck. And I just, I feel bad because people either, I feel bad because people either, they either 
talk about how the Miz is criminally underused or they just are like, God, why does he still work here? Just fire him already, you know? Um, uh, I think he's a great hand and I really think in some ways he's Teflon vet. I Well, I mean, obviously, but you would still like them to get the max value. Like anybody that they're paying a paycheck and the paychecks are substantial even at the lowest level, you want them to get the most out of it. Uh, not just for their, like you don't care about their financial stability, but you care about your own entertainment, right? Like Absolutely. if you've got these guys and you're paying them, can we come up with something better than this? Uh, I don't know. It's the same this old is not shit the spot. The Miz, yeah, this is not the spot for the Miz, you know? So. <laughs> I'm assuming he's Jeff Lippman, but he says Champa versus Lethal for older 37-year-olds. <laughs> Plus, minus. Oh, jeez. No, no, Jeff, please. Um, and he also says minor league superstars, absolute zeros <laughs> on the on the MR. Yeah, well, only a mark would consider there to be a difference. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, anyway, look, like I said, the Miz is the Miz. He's pretty much Teflon. You can't even destroy him anymore. You can't hurt him. He's always going to... Look, I think the people respect him anyway, but he's there just to put everyone else over, I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, we forget. Well, not really. He's a two-time uh, Grand Slam champion, right? Mm, no. Are you sure about that? I'm sure he was only a one-time WWE champion, but... Yeah. Uh, no, nah, he's more than one time, actually, believe it or not. Is he really? Okay. Yeah, for real. It's true. Believe it or not. I know, it's crazy, but it is what it is. Well, let's move on, because we come back from commercial, and we see Judgment Day making the entrance, mics in hand. And, uh, yes, we see Finn Bello once again getting on the mic. He says Seth Rollins' little open challenge is cancelled because of him. And he's the only one that's going to take the World Heavyweight Championship away from him. And as for the crowd, if they like singing the song so much, technically they're not singing though. They're, they're sort of nah, minding it. But yeah, it's still singing. Well, whatever. They'll be singing it at his, <laughs> at his funeral. Uh, then Rhea Ripley takes over and says that Finn will take the World Heavyweight Championship home to Judgment Day. And she's got the women's division locked down as Damian Priest will win Money in the Bank and a Latino hit is going to put down our favorite in Cody Rhodes. Priest then talks about how he's going to win money in the bank and tells Cody to keep his boy's name out of his mouth or he'll never be able to find anyone ever again. Dominic then uh, tries to speak but gets drowned out by absolute booze. He eventually stops waiting and shouts about how he's challenging Cody to find two partners to have a trios match against them tonight um dominic still brings that heat man i'm so tired of all this really i don't mind judgment day this is the dumbest gimmick the dumbest (laughs) name the dumbest presentation the name is bad they are laughable just standing there looking like they look and acting like any of them have anything in common i'm i'm done with all of this all of it i don't like one thing about this really wow nothing no I'm starting to like sort of, uh, believe it or not, I'm kind of liking him for some reason. I think they deserve Ooh. being, I'm talking about Judgment Day, because oh, okay. w- whatever they've been doing, look, WWE is really, tr- I don't know what they're trying to do in many ways, right? Because it seems like they want them in your faces, right? But they're losers. That's the problem. Other than Rhea Ripley, really, they're a bunch of losers, right? 
But really, they rule Monday nights, man. They're on how many segments during every Raw? They're on like at yeah. least three and every that's, week. Right, and that's that's a problem because the WWE is balancing that out. They're giving them all the TV time to lose. So That's the problem. <laughs> except for Rhea, but right. everybody else, losers. Um what is that is that heat in their mind like oh these guys come out here and talk big and they lose all the time so you know that that keeps them strong as heels i guess for talking a lot of shit um i don't know there's there's something there's something that uh that finn balor mentions in this promo actually two things one we'll talk about when we're done because it relates to nxt so remind me about that second one second one is he says they'll be singing that song at your funeral. So you're making a you're making a promise that you can't keep that you're going to kill Seth Rollins, right? Like it sounds like a cool line until you realize these guys are going to have a fucking wrestling match and he's going <laughs> to at some point in that match Finn Balor's going to try to roll him up for like a near yeah. fall. <laughs> and that's not exactly that's not, yeah, that's not exactly putting a guy in a coffin, is it? Well, well schoolboy. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> not quite. Boy. <laughs> yeah what what if he pinned seth rollins with a with a schoolboy and he won the belt and then he's like oh okay well forget what i said about killing you all i care about is being the champion now like God. don't make promises you can't keep even if you even if you are a heel um because you know you just sound stupid well 100 so. percent <laughs> medium five says stop saying schoolboy well that's what they say for fuck's sake and uh, apparently, uh, I'm assuming it's Jeff. Good timing, Jim. They're about to split up. Are they? I'm not even sure. I don't think so. It doesn't look like they are, but who knows? Yeah, I hope they do, but it doesn't matter. And Homeboy brings up an interesting question because I don't think he actually realizes this, but he says, can Cody Rose join the LWO because he has cholo hair? Actually, I'll give you a fun fact, Homeboy. Would you believe that Cody is actually half Latino? He's actually half Cuban. So <laughs> he could join the LWO because he really is half Cuban. That's, what's that's what's what what's more Mexican, <laughs> a homeboy, a Cuban or a Puerto Rican? <laughs> I have to ask. I have to go to the source for this. I have to go to a Mexican for the answer. I can't necessarily yeah. ask Jimmy. Oh, so I, I need man. to. I need to ask the uh, the source. So anyway, what's 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 hey. after what's after this whole bullshit with the with the judgment? Uh. Well, what's after this whole bullshit? Hey, did I did I mention that there's actually Mexicans here in Australia? <laughs> vet, there actually is, oh, believe it or not. Well, yeah, right. for real. Well, I'm still not going to ask you. <laughs> but I actually know a few Mexicans. But anyway, um, where are we? So after that, we see a Bloodline video package. We don't even need to talk about that. We also see Brian Saxton interviewing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn backstage. This is kind of funny. Owens is upset about being asked about the Bloodline again. Zayn tries to get him to calm down and says they need to talk. He didn't want to do this in front of people, but enough's enough. KO says it's just them, and Brian says say it. Sammy admits that he thinks Kev is a rageaholic and has an anger problem. Owens is predictable. <laughs> he's, he's actually you know upset, and Zane says if he can avoid having any other tantrums for the rest of the night, he'll leave it be. But he blows up even... But he, God, where am I? But if he blows up even once, he has to admit that there's a problem. And then KO accepts his challenge and walks off as Zayn apologizes to Saxton. Um, it's funny, but it's kind of dumb. 
but it's, it's not funny, Jimmy. This is like this is like TGIF <laughs> era sitcom level of plot, you know, devices. <laughs> don't don't get the angry guy mad, like, and then a bunch of stuff happens to try to make him mad. They didn't even really play it out that much. All they did was like have stuff like Matt Riddle come up or someone someone spilled water oh. on him or something or like just <laughs> this is just the this is the worst. This is this this is what happens when you have no plans after WrestleMania, guys. Well, I'll tell you something. What popped to me is watching the other wrestlers react because first of all, oh, maybe I'm moving too far ahead, so I'll wait a little bit actually to get to that point. But watching Sami Zayn kind of react was kind of cool. But uh, Homeboy actually has got an answer to your question, actually. He says, holy shit. (laughs) He's got uh, a flip a coin. coin. And then he he answers later. (laughs) That Puerto Puerto Ricans are the Mexicans of the East Coast. He actually does have a point. Yeah. There is a lot of Cubans, though, on the East Coast, too, though, Homeboy. Right. Right. They're both. And what uh, about the Dominicans as well? Yeah, I don't know. It's just these uh, all East Coast. Well, we don't don't have any. We don't have any Dominican WWE wrestlers, do we? So. At least not uh, no currently. way, Jose. Remember? No way. I said currently. Jose. I know, currently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thank so. God he's gone. Well, anywho, let's move on because uh, where are we next? We see Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville making the entrance as we go to a break. But what mm-hmm. popped me, Vet, was all that TikTok shit mm-hmm. with Chelsea Green, especially when she was having a fit mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in, in the middle of the road and also at the gym and just everywhere where she's being a Karen. She kind of started, it was kind of reminiscent. I know you're probably going to think I'm crazy, but it kind of reminisced a little bit to me about, you know, remember when she was the hot mess in Impact? Mm-hmm. It kind of was a little throwback with the way she was reacting as the hot mess, except she wasn't a bride, obviously. Y- right? Yeah. Even though she wears that little bridal train. Right. Which is a little with, like, with her weird, you know, with her weird captain hat. That's um, true. Yeah. You know, Ben Hameen really, really wants this Karen thing to happen. He is not letting it go. He's <laughs> he's he loved that Laurel Van Ness shit. That he's, was awesome, he, bro. I liked it too, man. I'm I'm sorry, I just can't go along with it. But really, no, no, nothing about Chelsea Green. I'm just saying the idea of it's just outrageous. Like, what is she? Does she? put new makeup on every day and then smear it or does she leave the makeup <laughs> on for for weeks and weeks and she just what stinks she just she just coming <laughs> going around wearing the same clothes without taking a shower or changing like is what are we supposed to really believe <laughs> um <laughs> i didn't anyway, want to think that yeah. far ahead vid but yeah i know i know you, that. <laughs> because that's my job guys fair point i don't particularly care for professional wrestling to be treated like a joke okay Ew. it's okay if there's jokes within it right. but it's not okay to treat it like a joke and this kind of shit is just people getting their you know whatever but but like i said ben really likes the karen thing and he's really wants them to go full karen and i guess you could go karen with it if you want i mean she seems to like want to do that um but at the end of the day okay and then what so she yells at a random guy in traffic and then what wrestling match. So, you know, you have to remember at the end of the day, these are all supposed to be athletes in a sport. And when right. they come in and just have to do the same old shit of having a match, it doesn't matter. Are you yelling at people in traffic? Are you jumping people backstage? Are you 
trying not to get your tag team partner mad like whatever you're doing eventually you got to have that match and then it, it makes all the other stuff pointless but you're right i see what, what you're saying too right but you know you can't help but just watch what you're being fed you know what i'm saying it is what it is well we but, can't help it because we got to do a show on it right exactly everybody but, else on the other hand is going to turn that shit off like they have in record oh, yeah. numbers well, over the years if, if you're being yeah if you want to be honest that's the truth it is what it is but in saying that though she's kind of funny though like she's a funny bitch man i don't know like i think she'd be a laugh i think she'd make cardona laugh all the time that's for sure mm-hmm. but um even though i think she should look out because the pairing of cardona and the aussie chick i keep forgetting her name uh i know the comic king's in the house he always corrects me uh uh, Lando is her last name. I forgot if Steph Delanda, whatever the fuck. Steph Delander, yeah. Right, former, right. That's the her name. former what's her name from. Oh, uh, yeah. B- uh, Persia fucking. Um, Persia, yeah, Persia Parada. Or, or Parada, right. Whatever it was. She's cool, man. I think she's so much better outside of uh, WWE. I think she's. Is she, she going to steal it. Zack Ryder from her? Man, I don't know. They've got great chemistry, bro. Have you seen the vignettes? Why isn't no i don't care why doesn't zach Ryder just work there already you know they want to bring him back why does why is he still out there why does does he is he just fulfilling all his bookings come on i i have no idea i heard uh rumors that he was going to come back to wb but oh he's coming back you think so yeah i just don't know what's taking so long hmm. maybe he's having fun yeah he doesn't want to go back to WWE because there'll be no fun well, that's the truth, but but at the end of the day, you do have your woman there. It is your wife, and mm-hmm. uh, you know what happens when you start hanging around the boys a bit too long, and you don't see your man as much. I'm just saying, right. <clears throat> leader. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ow, my <What>? ribs. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, I'm not saying she's like that, but you know, shit happens. That's all I'm saying. It does, but happen. um. But anyway, we, we won't get into that. But anywho, we do see uh, Chelsea. Oh, we Green won't is... get into that, but somebody else might, like me. <laughs> 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 Where's <laughs> Becky? She's up a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't stand Becky anymore. But we'll get to that, too. Um, yeah, so we see Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville making an entrance. And, uh, yeah, that sets up a match between Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville versus Katana Chant and Caden Carter. The K-Sounds. Um, yeah. I, ca- I can't stand remember, these I've, bitches. Remember, I, I've christened them the K-Sounds. That is my yeah, name. I gave is them. Is that a radio station? Maybe. And uh, the reason I called it to them is because they, they, every fucking part of their name starts with the K sound, except for <laughs> they changed... They changed Casey Catanzaro to Katana Chance. Uh, so even though it has a C and a Ch sound, but I mean, there's still three, there's still 75% K sounds. So K sounds is the tag team. And uh, they are, Jimmy. I don't know if you are aware of this, but Ray and I have decided and come to the conclusion that they are the greatest women's tag team of all time. And yesterday you couldn't come up with another one. So I assume you That's agree. That's true. That's true. There we go. <laughs> well, look, that's not a great. joke. That's not a joke. That's a look, shoot. Well, to be fair, I mean, what other women's tag team right now is actually or ever? No, I'm talking about ever. Oh. I'm talking about okay, better well. than any women's tag team ever. The K sounds are better than all of them. 
And so it's funny because I was listening to the review from Ben and Stevie this week. Okay. And Stevie made the point totally divorced from my opinion that these two talking about the K sounds here, uh, which he called the green girls from NXT. He said, they look way more comfortable. They move better. Uh, they have better chemistry and everything than these supposed, you know, main roster pros. So, and he's right. Whoa. I mean, that's yeah, Stevie Richards. I mean, he's not wrong, but I'm just taking it a step further and letting you know that I've been watching these girls since they decided to be a tag team or someone decided for them to be a tag team. It really seems like the kind of thing they came up with because I could see them both sitting around not getting used and saying, hey, no. why don't we pitch ourselves as a tag team? And then oh. they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead, whatever, we don't care. And then they actually impress some people and a couple years later, now they're called up to Raw and here we are. But Are they officially part of Raw right now? Yes. Okay. They were drafted. Double checking. Okay, all right. They so were drafted to Raw. The witches were drafted to SmackDown with the NXT belts. So that's weird. But that is weird. Yeah. Are they still but yeah, they're on Raw. They still got the NXT belts over there? Uh yes. And 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 Rhonda and uh and uh Shayna said that they want those NXT belts. Okay. They want all the belts. Well, okay, that I'm cool with, but Going, but then wanting the NXT belts. Come on now, Ronda. Let's be real. She's she's like, well, if you guys are gonna be parading them around here on SmackDown, we might as well take them from you. I think was her well, point. I get it. Why not? I get it. So we'll see. Well, anywho, did I mention that Katana Chance and Kaden Carter do win via pinfall? That's right. With Best the tag team after, of all time. <laughs> with the after party on Sonya Deville. Oh, is that what they call that? The after oh, I didn't know that after watching them for all these years. <laughs> if you don't know, the after party is like a combination neck breaker and 450 splash. <laughs> well, hey, that, that's what they call it. The after partiki. Literally. Well, anyway, next we see uh, Vet's favorite guy in Cody Rhodes making his entrance for an interview on the stage. I'm joking, Vet. Get the chicken out. <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, here he is, Cody's chicken. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it's literally Cody's chicken. Well, mm -hmm. he says Judgment Day are on fire. I don't know if he really means that, you know, literally or, I don't know, metaphorically. But anyway, regardless, he says they're on fire. And underhanded as they are, putting Balor, Ripley, and Priest over for their accomplishments and opportunities before reminding us that Dominic is also there. He says it won't be hard to find two partners and he accepts the trios match tonight as we go to another goddamn break. Um, have these guys, I mean, how many times have we seen Cody and a judgment day really over the months now? Quite a few, how, man. How, how many times? Quite a few times, dude. There's not the, I mean, it was I, Cody I and Dom at one stage well, months ago. So it became even more clear to me watching this that, you know, so we talked about this, right? Where I told you that I think the plan all along was for Cody to win at WrestleMania and they just right. switched and it at the last second. Up. Yeah, right. they, they switch at the last second. Vince McMahon says no. And then so now they have to go <laughs> forward with the creative plans. So they were going to give him a new belt, which is the one that Seth Rollins has. They were going to give him that to replace the two belts so that Cody could just not carry two belts around for no reason. And then uh, then Vince changed his mind. So Roman kept that belt. So they're like, well, what are we going to do with this belt? We already got it made. 
So they're like, I don't know, hold a tournament and make it a world heavyweight championship or something. So they end up doing that oh, yeah. so Seth Rollins can have a belt. Yeah. <laughs> right. So now, and then they, now they have to give other people other belts that are actually the same belts that they already have, except just urine colored now. And then that's, that's just to cover up the fact that, oh no, we, we didn't just create this out of nowhere. We were always planning to give everybody new belts, but clearly <laughs> if you look at the storylines that they're doing, it makes a lot more sense if Cody's got that belt, right? And you and think? Roman, Roman on the other hand, now has nothing because he would have lost his title and the bloodline's going to break up. Right. And so that that brings Roman completely crashing down to earth and leaves him with nothing. Instead, it's really hard to look at Roman as like, well, what what's changed for him? He's still not only right. does he exactly. not only did they give him another belt, he still has the two old ones. <laughs> the yeah, that, 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 that blows my mind, man, in itself. But apparently they're going to, like, I think they're going to wait until SummerSlam or some shit, and then eventually they're just going to, uh, you know, take them away from him, supposedly. But, but, it, I don't know. It, but it, the point is, though, that if you imagine that Cody had beaten Roman at WrestleMania and had the undisputed championship, then him teaming with guys like Kevin... And Sammy makes more sense because it's like, look, it's all the champions. These are the guys that took down the bloodline and they're still hanging right. out. They're still friends. Now they're battling the Judgment Day, which is a group. So it's like, it makes sense. Now Cody just has no belt. He has a fake broken hand. Okay. How long uh, is he going to milk that shit for? Too, this, is, this is as, as long as Bob Orton did. Um, but <laughs> as a baby face. Korea. But right, as a baby right. face. Or maybe he's hiding a chicken in it. Whatever the case. Anyway. <laughs> well, get, it's right here, right? It's now, right here. Yeah. There it is. So you you get what I'm saying though, right? Like if you if you just imagine that Roman had lost, all the creative after WrestleMania makes a little more sense. It makes more sense why Brock would have attacked Cody in the first Absolutely. place. All that stuff. And now you would have Hey, the champ is teaming up with the tag champs to take on the Judgment Day. It, it, it sounds a lot better if you look at it that way. But uh, uh, you're right, and like you said just before, w w either way you look at it, what does Roman really fucking lose? Nothing. He's got all the belts. Literally, he's got three of them. Two of them are useless, but whatever. He's got everything. Doesn't matter what happens to Roman. He's still the guy. But um, Aaron says in the chat, this show is better than Light the Fuse. Great work, Jimmy and Vet. Wow. Thank you. That's a great compliment, actually. Which was just quietly, I think, is live right now. <laughs> is it? Is it really? Perhaps. Oh shit. Oh, this is a normal hate, time. Well, that's okay. You know what? You know what, Jimmy? You've got things to do. Ben's got things to do. We're all very busy. Oh uh, no. I'd be happy I... to help both of you out simultaneously if I could. <laughs> if we could do a simulcast where Ben asked me a question about dynamite. You asked me a question about Raw. I would be happy to go back and forth, but I don't think we simulcast. can do that. We can do that yeah, somehow. Simulcast, yeah. We, we could just move it. over to HMG we'll just and just <laughs> and, and, and literally take over. Like, I mean, right. just crash the party. Yeah, so. I don't know, <laughs> I mean, you know, shit. but um, but but anyway, yeah. So, m my point is, you're right. Judgment Day, these guys, we've seen it. It's just another case of what I said at the top about raw having all these people under contract and the same 15 people on the show every week oh yeah it's true man it, it's, it is what it is sorry but um next i'm a bit annoyed Vet. okay it is well do you want to call them the hurt business whatever it is cedric alexander and shelton benjamin versus in this year 
God damn. In Sanger and Via. Um, I want to say this. Boy, did Cedric and Shelton, though, impress me at first. They came in hard, dude, it seemed. I mean, they looked good, too, but they lost. And in the sheer win by pinfall with a freight chain crossbody from Via Mahan onto Shelton Benjamin. It's a shame because I've, I feel like these guys... I, I, look, I'm not the biggest fan. I hate Indusheer, just quietly. But I'm not the biggest fan of Cedric Alexander either. Mm-hmm. But you know what, man? He kind of looked good in this match with Shelton. But nevertheless, they still lost. Um, can't we call Sang and Via, instead of Indusheer, can we call him Indus bitch tits because that's all i see i see a lot of estrogen going on with them too i'm just saying jimmy <laughs> what is your problem with indian people jimmy let's get to the bottom of this <laughs> i've got a problem with men having bitch tits just saying okay more testosterone boys <laughs> or you'll kick my dog no nah. right. <laughs> look we've got a lot of indian listeners shout out to our indian listeners they i don't know why they listen but they listen even though i i say Certain things. Hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, so I guess a couple of weeks ago, on one of those shows you missed that uh, Indusheer beat the shit out of these guys so bad that really? um, Shelton didn't even get in the match. They just wow. knocked him out and then uh, jumped Cedric and beat him in a few seconds. So <laughs> this is them like sort of like, you know, okay, now you're going to get, you're going to be strong on him for a little while, but eventually you are going to lose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, eventually, what are you gonna do? Like, okay, after you've beaten up the hurt business a couple times, now what? We have to. Why wouldn't these guys just immediately be saying, "Why are we wasting our time with this? We want Sammy and Kevin." There's no tag team in the WWE that should have to be waiting in line behind anybody because their tag division is whack. Not that they don't yeah. have tag teams, but the division, the 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 focus that they put on tag team wrestling is in the toilet so it'd be nice if we actually had some people that were in tag teams that said hey i want to be tag team champion instead of just having the same matches or whatever and saying we're coming to destroy everybody well why are you worried about the hurt business you already destroyed them now you're going to destroy them again what's going on here and again i i know they don't book their own matches you know, but everybody else seems to. So why don't you just walk out like when they're or or when they're sitting in the back talking about Kevin not getting mad? Why don't you just walk up and say we want a tag team title shot? It worked for Imperium, so why not for Indus Share? One hundred percent. I mean, and I mean Jinder, who's Indian himself, right? He says Indus Share viewership is tripled in India than Cody Rhodes. Well, you're from India, Jinder, not Jinder, but um. What do you think of your boys uh, in the sheer bitch tits? Oh, I he mean, loves I'm sure them, you, obviously. He's he managing them. them. He's managing them. Or wow. his brother is, whatever it is. But <laughs> It's just Jinder Mahal, the, the one spelt with J-I-N-D-E-R. Mm, uh, are they yeah. twins with J-I-N-D-A? Perhaps, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's Turpin Jinder, and the other one's... Wait, wait, does he still wear a Turpin? I think he does, doesn't he? Not right now, no. Oh, no, he's not. You're right. That's mm-hmm. true. Oh, God. Of course, Jeff, you're a Sanger maniac. I don't know why. I mean, you must love uh, bosoms. Clearly. Well, he likes he likes all those those calm chats that he used to have with all the ladies in the <laughs> NXT kitchen. <laughs> Medium 5 says Jinder has bitch tits, too. Oh, well, they're a bit tighter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're a little tighter. But anyway, we're not here to talk about bitch tits. Uh, we're here to talk 
more professional his wrestling. His name because- was Robert Paulson. All right, continue. <laughs> well, anyway, backstage we see Sammy and Kevin again. Yes, I did say that. It's Sammy and Kevin are walking backstage when a guy bumps into Owens, like you said earlier, and spills water on him. Owens says, it's no problem. It's all good. All calm and collected. He has an idiot problem, not an anger problem, and he can't blame that guy. Anyway, they soon run into Matt Riddle and he asks (laughs) Owens if he's been watching his movies. Kev screams, but gets a handle back on it and says, they're great and wishes him luck in the match as we go to another break. I felt like uh, they set him up for Riddle to do this. I felt like Sammy told Riddle to do this somewhere down the line but whatever he's like yo dude blah 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 is it just me though since i hadn't watched raw for a couple of weeks riddle looks jacked bro i don't know i kind of only half pay attention to some of this stuff so like i'm not really like when i see whenever i see matt riddle i know i can afford to not pay close attention so i don't really look at his physique as much I don't know, man. I know he looks ridiculous. Does he look more freaking... jacked lately? He does, man. He must be here. Well, let's ask Jeff. Man. Is he more jacked, Jeff? I know you <laughs> yeah, wouldn't Jeff. miss an opportunity. Well, so. apparently Jinder's tits spill curry or spit oh. curry. Ugh. That's gross. But... <laughs> that's, not, that's gross. I hate curry just quietly. But uh, yeah, that's, that's foul, dude. Yuck. Anywho, <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> the people in the chat are hilarious, dude. Um, but anyway, there's not much to really report on as other than the same old shit, except mm-hmm. this time it was a different bunch of characters with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But anyway, we come back from commercial and we see another cycle hitting jacked up motherfucker out of nowhere in Logan Paul, who is seated on the ladder in the ring, mic in hand. He says he feels the love and he sees so many kids in the crowd full of potential and ready to achieve greatness, just like he did. And the best people in the world come from right here in Cleveland, even though he's living in uh, Puerto Rico right now. But anyway, he goes on to mention from LeBron James to Jerry Lawler himself, even though he's from Memphis. Yes, he does live in Cleveland. He talks about how he only became great when he left (laughs) and how much Cleveland literally stinks. (laughs) Poor old Cleveland. They really get it in the ass every time. But anyway, he talks about how Clevelanders keep losing his brother in his last fight. His brother in his last fight. Him to Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Hell, Miz even lost tonight, but he's gonna single-handedly put respect back on this great city's name because he can. He called some executives and got himself a special invitation to the Money in Z Bank ladder match, and he's gonna win and cash in and take a title from whoever he wants, whenever he wants, and he's coming back to Cleveland. To celebrate now, before I continue, is it just me again, Vet? But his arms looked huge, bro. Again, I, when I see Logan Paul, I take an opportunity to not pay attention. But what I did notice though was that he's cutting the same promo that anybody from Cleveland has cut, including probably the Miz. Every single multiple times, <laughs> multiple yeah. times throughout his career, he keeps doing the. You know, I love Cleveland, or like I'm from Cleveland, and everybody great is from Cleveland. The ones that leave and talk about leaving Cleveland, and everybody's a boo. You know, like that. That 
it's like, do you guys not realize how many times you've said the same promo with different people from Cleveland? Uh, dude, I feel sorry for Cleveland. I told you. You know what? I've got a soft well, spot for Cleveland, too. Well, fuck Cleveland. Who cares about <laughs> Cleveland? My point is us who have to hear the same shit and act like it's new. You know, like oh, no. maybe they legitimately don't remember that they always do this promo. They've been doing the same promo for 20 years. <laughs> it's true. No, you're right. It's actually true. Um, I don't know why. What, even The Rock, man. Remember that? The Rock bagging the shit out of Cleveland too back in the day. I mean, why Cleveland? Why does Cleveland always have to like get it like every time? I don't know. Um, I've never really been to Cleveland maybe passing through and that's it i don't, I don't think i've you. ever spent any time there but shout out uh, to rbv by the way or well, he's in cincinnati yeah, still. so so <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know personally from firsthand experience if cleveland's bad or why it's bad but i do know that ever since i've been a kid in popular entertainment people use <laughs> cleveland as the butt of jokes so <laughs> wow yeah. well unfortunately or fortunately i do have my first cousins actually in the states I've got a lot in New York, in Cleveland? Too, but in Cleveland, and they came here to visit us, funny enough, a few years back. So shout-outs to you, Tonya. Did they Just stink saying. or something? I mean, <laughs> no. Actually, they're pretty, they're pretty good. Oh. They're pretty well off. But, uh, well, yeah, I don't know what's right. up with Cleveland, but it is what it is. But that's why I've got a soft spot for Cleveland because of family, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I thought Cleveland rocks, dude. That's what I thought. Clearly, it doesn't. It stinks. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of stinks, I wonder if he smells his fingers. Just saying. Enter Ricochet. Yes, hey. I did say Ricochet. He congratulates Logan on making it into Money in the Bank and says he needs him to understand that he and everyone in this arena all know that the only reason he got into this match in the first place is because Ricochet made Logan Paul go viral at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Come on, bro. Why? Because of the Dragon Ball Z bullshit? That, that that went down anyway but honestly he doesn't care how he got in the match because it doesn't change his thing at all because he'll walk out of london as mr i was gonna say finger banger in the bank but uh, i won't go there uh mr money in the bank and then we see shinsuke nakamura come out next he makes his case for winning money in the bank but it doesn't matter even though he was speaking all sorts of weird english we see mr la knight yeah I mean, he was over, bro. I was so happy to see him. He talks trash about the other guys here and says he bought Logan Paul a map. <laughs> this is great. With exact directions for where he can stick each and every bottle of Prime. <laughs> that, that, that popped me. I'm not going to lie. He says that the case has his name on it. And what that means is... Unfortunately, then we see Santos Escobar. He had to ruin the whole partiki, dude. The parlay was done after this. I didn't care. He looks... I hate him as a babyface, bro. Escobar looks like a clown. But anyway, he goes on to say, none of this matters because at the end of the day, he'll be standing tall. Well, not really. At Money in the Bank and representing La Raza or La Raza and the LWO. And then of all people, we see Pete Butch Dunn. He goes right after Logan Paul with, without actually saying nothing. And a huge brawl breaks out as Paul hits a big tope suicida. Uh, and reminds us how to win by climbing a ladder. Um, this is weird, this segment, other than LA Knight. I mean, shit. The whole crowd were like, LA Knight. Yeah. Is he a babyface now, Vet? Can we say that? Mm, no. You you have to s still be a heel and let the crowd react how they're going to react. 
Right, but they're even selling it though. I mean, like Corey Graves is like, look at the reaction he's getting, and blah yeah, blah blah. They, you know, they're, I, maybe he's trying to stick up for him because he's the guy's another guy that loses all the time. You know, mm, yeah, no, I he mean, he does. He's he's never won a match in WWE except one time. The only time he's ever won a match, he beat Rey Mysterio, who he shouldn't have beat in that match that he beat him in. But didn't he win last week of, too on SmackDown. Uh, he beat a job guy once on SmackDown too. That's it. He's, he's got okay. two wins. Uh, he, he's 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 probably had five total wins between this and NXT and his entire WWE career combined. Well, they only bring he... him out to do his little shtick and then do a job, and that's you know the people are with it. Like they're trying to decide for the company. Like, no, you're not going to do this. This guy like this, he's entertaining. We're gonna cheer for him, even though we're not supposed to. You know, we're gonna we're gonna react to him. They're they're not. You know, they're not gonna take this booking lying down. So that's right. what's happening here. But he's still got to still he's got to still be a heel because that's what the people are liking. They're liking right, his right. comments to these guys. Absolutely. And they're, they're liking his attitude and his obnoxiousness. It's fun, um, especially after this parade of you know questionable charisma having guys <laughs> yeah it's like even if guys have their own charisma like shinsuke definitely has charisma not necessarily talking shinsuke. charisma yeah. never speak english again shinsuke please that was the most english we've ever heard him speak bro yeah we you know that's not the best use of it. so and this is just a, a classic hit everyone's music segment which i'm never a fan of it's, it's just a typical so, it's just a way to too. it's a yeah it's a way to drag out segments because you haven't written anything all day or you did right. and vince ripped it up whatever the case may be <laughs> so i didn't enjoy this but as uh you heard yesterday when i read lizbeth's correspondence that was funny <laughs> yeah she said the only people cheering for logan paul were little kids and well, everybody else didn't care i mean there's some truth to that right i mean when you think about it, wasn't he uh wasn't all nine-year-olds that were into Logan Paul in the first place? Hence why uh, LA Knight mentioned 14-year-olds now because, you know, they've gotten right. a little bit older, right? right. So <laughs> it is yeah, what pretty, it is. There, are, there is some truth to it, right? So, right. yeah, mm -hmm. it's true. I mean, and, and Liz's uh, review of, of Raw, because she was obviously there, that was great, man, because it was so Liz. <laughs> it was such a Liz thing to the way she put it. So that's quite mm -hmm. funny. But, mm -hmm. um, but anyway... Uh, I, I didn't mind this segment just for the sake of uh, LA Knight. Obviously, everyone else was kind of... Uh, and it's a shame because I'm a huge fan of Shinsuke Nakamura. But... Well, you know what would have been better than this, Jimmy? What's that? Only Logan Paul. And that's and, it. And LA, LA Knight. Knight. Right. That's it. Sure. Just them two. And then LA Knight can bring up every other person oh. that came out. But he can bring them up in his own way so they don't actually have to walk out with music and take up more TV time with their boringness or whatever, or weirdness. or And fakeness or, too, man. And fakeness fake. and, and scriptedness and all this other right. stuff. Just just let LA Knight talk about it. It's like, you got Shinsuke Nakamura, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever he says about everybody, but they don't all need to come out. It can just be them too. Okay? Right, no. Or you could have you could have had him come out, get the pop, and then... Um, had him get interrupted by Logan Paul or something, right? Well, As like a that. surprise, like, look who's yeah. here. And <laughs> yeah, and right. But the way they did it was the most boring way possible. 
You had a you just opened up on a guy already sitting on a ladder. So what does that mean for the people in the building? That means that a ladder got set up and then Logan Paul walked out in the dark and climbed up in this ladder and everybody's like, who's that? It's probably Logan Paul. And then they, because they're all looking with their phone lights and stuff and they're like, is that Logan Paul? It is Logan Paul. He's just sitting on a ladder in the dark. Like, you it, to the live crowd, that must have looked extremely stupid. Dude, dude uh, like I said, I've been to PLEs before and, and you know, it's funny, even during like ads or commercials, they do that. They literally, while there's a commercial or some shit that comes up, they darken the fucking ring and cut the music while the rest is just sitting there. And then the second they come back from commercial, bang, the lights are on, music's playing again. And it's like, what the fuck? Is really? Is that, right. is that, is that how shit's done? It's pretty bad. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why they do that, but whatever. It is what it is. But you're right. It should have just been LA Knight and Logan Paul. First of all, I was kind of surprised. I know it's Money in the Bank vet. I get it, right? It's Raw and SmackDown. But still, every fucking week, we're getting bleedings from Raw and SmackDown and why do we have a draft if this is happening on a weekly basis you know what i mean i'll just say what everybody else says wild card bitches wild <laughs> oh card. <laughs> i see i see wild card right yeah why not why wild thing though yeah, no, not that no <laughs> well anyway let's move on though because uh we see the next matchup of the evening it is ludwig kaiser versus matt riddle um well, what can we say here other than uh, Matt Riddle does win by pinfall with a full, or I mean, should I say a fall forward tombstone pole driver? It was a decent match. Why, but... why Why did this person write fall forward tombstone pile driver? That move I has a no name. Idea. It's called the, the Bro Derek. They've I know, always I called no it idea. the Bro Derek. And this fucking idiot who's writing this recap wrote fall forward tombstone pile driver? Uh, well, I guess you want to. Is this his first day? Tuts. I have no idea. That's how he put it, dude. That's... If it's his first day, how does he know what a tombstone pile driver is? I, I guess he's trying to be a real Mark Tud by naming the move. Maybe that's what it's really. It's called, never right? been so... called that. No, it's I've either, never heard it's of that either the neutralizer by Cesaro <laughs> yeah, or it's the right. Bro Derek by Matt Riddle. Well, I have no idea of it, but <laughs> that's how it's put. But um. Yeah, why a fall forward? Burley, I guess it is a fall forward. He's just describing what the move does. (laughs) Right, literally fall forward. Well, post-match, Gunther attacks Riddle. Matt fends him off for a while with kicks, but gets overwhelmed by the ring general's uh, acumen. And then Kaiser comes in to hold him down while Gunther attacks his leg, stomping the calf hard. Um, Cool, I guess. But anyway, we come back. I guess he's not selling that fall forward pile driver. (laughs) <laughs> I guess he, well, he's just yeah. back up and holding him down like fuck it well when you think about it how quick did he kind of get up and then just fuck up riddle when you think about I'm it right yeah, yeah it's true I'm gonna call that I'm a I'm, I'm gonna call it remember that <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna start calling instead of calling it a stunner I'm just gonna call it a sit down neck breaker that's what I'm gonna call it <laughs> would it be a neck breaker though yes technically reverse yeah. neck breaker then a reverse neck breaker, I guess. Stay, or is it a chin sit, breaker? Sit, 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 down, re- <laughs> sit down, reverse chin breaker. I mean, or, or just a stunner. That's also good. That works. I mean, that, that does work. Let's just, let's just, just spell that. out. Let's just describe every single move from now on. Get rid of all the move names. All right, done. From now on, even if it says the actual fucking move, I'm going to change it up. You watch. 
mm-hmm. it's going to be a little game and see if you guess it. I mean, you'll know it though because you watched it. But still, we'll see. Sammy, Sammy Zayn hits the running across the ring from one corner to another <laughs> mafia kick. <laughs> oh no! But hey, it's called a hell of a kick, apparently, right? Or oh. was it a halluva kick? Whatever. Um, anyway, you know, for the kids, you know, you know for the kids, for the kids, it's true. Um, we should call it the halloumi kick then, if what that's is, the case. What, but I mean, <laughs> what, is, what is this show? <laughs> anyway, it, it could be about your favorite cheeses, actually, uh, vet. But anyway, we yeah, we come back from commercial as we see two trainers are helping Matt Riddle hobble to the trainers' room. Imperium then roll up on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to make sure. They saw what they did to Riddle and to warn them the same thing will happen to them as KO then unloads and Sammy tells him to put it on pause because they have something to take care of. I love how they always do that. They clink their titles at Gunther and Kaiser as they walk off. I will say this, Gunther popped me because he was amused throughout this whole segment, bro. Well, everything he does is perfect, right? So, But, but, but seriously, he was smiling like it's like he enjoyed this segment it was weird but it still popped me yeah I, I, well you know much like we were talking about top heels and everything like another top heel is walter here right so absolutely those those guys those three guys those three heels are in my top five wrestlers in the world today you know <clears throat> So. Well, according to Jinder, Gunther needs a Hitler mustache. <laughs> Hashtag money. Well, <laughs> I could picture it, though. I'm not going to lie. That would be pretty funny. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, a little on the nose. Or a little under the nose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right here. <laughs> well, Aaron Ben Shlomo says, can we all agree that Sami Zayn is the funniest wrestler in WWE? Is he really funny, though? I think so. But... um yeah. Yeah, he's, he's probably the funniest. Well, who's funnier? Can we think of anyone? I think Kevin Owens is really funny, too. I just don't think that this comedy stuff where they're, like, he just has that, Kevin Owens has that subtle, they both have it. That's why they're friends. That's why they're inseparable. Right, they both have this, like, this subtle, like, sarcastic, off-to-the-side yeah. comments. Like, one of my right. favorite things, it, it's so... It's so Kevin Owens, but yet, even to this day, like, me and my brother referenced this, even though it was so long ago. But, like, he, there was this one time, I can't remember, it was like like Byron Saxon came up in the back and was like, they were trying to interview Kevin Owens, and he's like, sorry, Kevin, I don't mean to interrupt. And he goes, but you did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so like, I think I remember that, that, right? That kind of sense of humor where he just says that is no one told him to say that, but that's just Kevin. And Sammy's got the same sense of humor. So I, I look at them as a package deal. But this, 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 like I said, this TGIF era sitcom bullshit that they're having them do, that's not where they're the funniest, in my opinion. No, but they, but, but they do look like they're enjoying each other's company. And for whatever they're fed, they're kind of, you know, doing the most that they could with all these segments. But yeah, I mean, yeah, they're trying to. They're trying, right. Medium 5 says, but Kevin is a excuse me method funny but he's not supposed to be either so you know what i mean that's not his shtick if that makes sense. i don't even know what that that's supposed to mean well like, this comment this comment is only because vince russo called him a cab driver all those years ago <laughs> no one else would ever think of Sami Zayn as a cab driver and the only reason vince russo thought of it because he had black and white checkers on his tights back then 
Well, <laughs> well, that makes sense, right? Checkered cab, yeah, sure. Checkered cab. Anywho, let's move on because we see footage of Alpha Academy chatting about their match earlier. And Chad warns Maxine Dupree to be ready for Valhalla and to remember that it's all in the hips. As we see, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, I've gone blank. Otis, Otis, doing a little hip movement vet. I mean, he was like, yeah, <laughs> bit too uh, hard, if you know what I mean. But hey, it's WWE comedic bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This has Vince written all over it, just quietly, but it, it is what it is. He lo- well, you think about it, um, as soon as Vince McMahon is rumored to be back, Otis is back with another hot blonde woman. Another one. It was, was Mandy before. Right, it was, exactly. It was Mandy Rose before, and now it's... Uh, now it's you know Maxine. Maxine so that that somebody you know somebody there loves that and who else would it be he's doing this whole other gimmick with Chad Gable and then all of a sudden Vince McMahon is back and now a blonde is in the picture okay well I mean shit Jinder says did Vet create a new WWE gimmick Owens and Zayn the Ubers hashtag money <laughs> can you imagine that the Ubers oh boy yeah, they can uh, they can pull up to the arena and other wrestlers will get out of the back <laughs> and give them money. <laughs> oh, man. That, you know what? I shouldn't be laughing because if uh, Vince heard that, he'd be like, yeah, that is great. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? He'd yeah. be like, the Ubers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, don't be surprised. I'm telling you. But anyway, we move on to this, ugh, this bad match between Alpha Academy and Chad Gable and Otis or Otis, I guess, still, versus the Viking Raiders in Eric and Ivar. I'm surprised that the Raiders actually got the window, man, with a, the, with a hip toss into a knee to the face from Eric on Chad Gable. See what I did? Oh, just amazing. Uh-huh. 10 out of 10. Um, it's, <laughs> it's 50-50 booking, you know? One week, uh, yeah, but- Alpha Academy goes over. Next week, the Viking Raiders go over. And next week, it'll be the Alpha nothing. Academy. Yeah, but it's going to do nothing. This is all about the Alpha Academy only. It's got it's, it does nothing for the you know for War Machine, shall we call them, right? Because they're I nothing know. like War Machine, obviously anymore. But and who would have thought? I know. I know oh, it's going to do nothing for them, but I'm just saying that's what's happening. Just like anybody that's not you know involved with uh, the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, the Ubers. They're all just random tag teams having the same matches. Indushare is just going to have hurt business matches every week. Now Alpha Academy and Viking Raiders are going to fight every week. It's nobody's moving forward. Nobody's advancing anywhere. They're just treading water on everything. Does Jinta have a point when he says this? Why are you cringing on this simple storytelling match? Way better than 35 minutes of spots and no direction on Wednesdays. Well, we're not here to talk Wednesdays, but uh, even though we spent the first right 35 minutes talking about it but well that's a question for you jimmy because you cringed at this right away i just you know i hated this personally i i I just did did done nothing for me i thought honestly this was the worst thing of the whole show in my opinion possibly okay possibly i have to go back but didn't maxine get us get a suplex just like she practiced she practiced the the suplex and then she hit the (laughs) suplex and then this makes perfect and then and they practice lost. makes perfect, and then they fucking lost. So what was the whole point? But like you said, 50-50 booking. Next mm. week, they'll get their comeuppance once again. I just think they fucked up by not having Otis in 
the maximum male models, in my opinion. It would have been funnier going in that direction if you're going to play the haha, right? But like you well, said, a, I think there's it was another really nice. there's another two guys that we don't ever see, even though we know they work there. Oh, who? Uh, oh, yeah, marvelous the way they talk. I uh, mean, uh, what's their fucking names again? See, I forgot their names already. Marseille and uh, ah, Mansoir. and Marseille, whatever the fuck. Damn. They fucked both those guys up. Like, Mansoir's pretty good. They, really they could have done something with him. They're, they're then, actually not that bad. <laughs> no, the, well, he's... I, 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 I'm I, telling you, Mansoir is good, but, um, you know, for somebody with his experience level, he was really good. And, and the other guy is like, you know, he should have... You know, he, he looks like an intelligent... He's intelligent, good-looking, big, and jacked. So what's the problem here? They he, they stuck him on commentary for how many <laughs> yeah. months and then got got destroyed by Brock Lesnar and then he comes back as Mace from Retribution and now he's just inexplicably a model and now he's not even on TV. And eh. All right. Maximum WWE, guys. Mile. Yep, WWE double double E as uh, yeah, no, when, like to you know thirty five <laughs> minutes of spots and no direction on Wednesdays. Well, this is just thirty five minutes of matches and no direction on Monday. It's still <laughs> no direction, and I think that's the hardest thing to take. Like even if this match they had is good on Monday Night Raw, we know it's not going anywhere. So how are we supposed to get excited about it? Like a win for the Viking Raiders means nothing because they are are they gonna are they gonna take the belts off of Zayn and Owens? Are they? No, hell no, of course not. Are they ever? Are they ever oh, even gonna be in a tag team title match? Good question. No, Probably not. They <laughs> yeah. are not. Because Vince McMahon's in Vince McMahon's mind, he sees two fat cosplayers. That's what he sees. I'm well. not saying he's right. I'm just telling you what he sees. And that's why they are where they are. And he, and oh, wow. Otis is amusing to him. And he likes the idea of a hot blonde with a greasy fat guy. That's just, that's a, because he's a fucking senile lunatic. <laughs> Shit. That's a fair point. I mean, I can't. What do you, yeah. What, what do you want me to say? I don't know. But, but it's clearly that's, that's, that's who it is. We all see two fat cosplayers, apparently, uh, Vet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm, I, whatever. Like, I'm just telling you. If we all see it, we all see it. But definitely one person sees it, and that's why we're seeing what we're seeing on television. Unfortunately, sad but true. It's, it is what it is. Well, anywho, next we see Guess Who again, Vet. It is the Judgment Day. They are chatting in the gorilla position. <laughs> yes, I said it. They're all over this show, man. They're chatting in gorilla about how they're the best because they're all on the same page, apparently. As Rhea Ripley then makes her entrance and we go to a break. Anyway, we come back from commercial as Natalia is being interviewed in gorilla. She says, what happened at Night of Champions rocked her to the core and she's still Shh, trying to... You can just yeah. tell. Let me stop you right there. If no, you please. hear the words to the core, that is Vince McMahon. He to wrote core, that. Bro. To the core. Yeah, to the core. Well, anyway, she's still trying to figure out where she fits in all of this. But tonight is a second chance to prove to Rhea that she belongs and to prove that to herself as well, Vet. Right. Well, anyway, Ripley then blasts Natalia during her entrance and beats her down, throwing her hard into the barricade, then the still steps, then on the apron, and then a big headbutt, which looks pretty cool. 
even though it was right to her chest, but it looked good anyway. Into the ring, Riptide connects, and referees and road agents start swarming to a no contest. Yay! Woo! Cool. Um, yeah, you know what they should have done here? If they ever wanted to get anything out of Natalia, they should have just said, when they, when they put that microphone on her face, she says, I'm going to go fuck this bitch up. They can bleep it if they want, but that's what she should have said. And then Rhea jumps her and is like, you're going to fuck who up? You're going to fuck who up? And talk shit the whole time she's beating her up and let the cameras catch it and then try to bleep it with a seven-second delay and then let it all go down. But at least at least Natalia would look tough for like half a second instead hey, of cutting well, some, some weird, wistful promo about not knowing where she's going and what's going to happen next and all this other weird, stupid shit. She should have said, I'm going to fuck Rhea Ripley up. That's what well, she should have said. Grow, grow, the- grow some grapefruits, guys. Yeah, geez. Get some testosterone, Natalia. Jeez. Just saying. But anyway, Jinder says, to the core, Vince, to my soul, Triple H, to my anus, Jinder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Jinder actually, actually you, know what tri- you know what Triple H likes? He likes, look in my eyes. Ah, true. Or... I'll show you who the hell I am. That's, those are Triple H lines. So when you hear when you hear people say, "I'm t- it's time to show you who the hell I am," or look in these eyes, that's Triple H. I am the game. <laughs> well, anyway. well, obviously it would be too obvious if somebody else said they're the game. But <laughs> true. What about if you're playing a game? Are you the game though? Well, that's, well, not exactly. And just to remind everybody, game. when when uh, on June twenty eighth, with early access to uh, <laughs> AEW Fight Forever, you can yes. see me streaming <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Opinion Hammer. You can see me play the game one play day early. The game, literally, that's right. All right, continue. You know, since I'm in Australia, that means I actually, yeah, I might get the game before you. Oh my God! Extra, ah. extra, extra early. <laughs> one day, one day right. earlier. Well. Aaron says in the chat, all they had to say, lights, camera, f- fart. It worked so well in the past, so why not do it again? Why yeah, not? Remember that genius gimmick where Natalia <laughs> farted? That was so, sh- man. I forgot all about that. Thanks, like Aaron. Like everybody like everybody in why? the arena didn't couldn't tell that shit was coming over the PA system? Uh, that was fucking stupid, man. Why did I have to be reminded of that? Anyway... Let's move on because speaking of being reminded we stupid, we see Raquel Rodriguez interviewed in Gorilla. She she's says she's got her that beat down. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. She says she's got her sights set on the Money in the Bank match, but when she wins the briefcase, she's going to take Rhea Ripley's title from her. No, you're not, because what she just did was not okay. Apparently, Rhea storms in and confronts her, but Raquel keeps her cool. As Rodriguez makes her entrance, and we go to another break. Now, you know what she should have said instead of that bullshit that you just said. She should have said, "I'd like to see Rhea try that shit on me." Yeah, and like look right in the camera and be like, (laughs) "Like try that shit on me, okay? I'm not some used up old muppet." And then, uh, and then Rhea can be like, "What'd you say? What'd you say? Try that shit on you." Yeah. She pulls her pants I'll fuck down you after up that. Too. <laughs> a lot of people need to get say. fucked up tonight. And then they can have the pull apart, you know. I wish uh, I was writing this well, show, actually. Well, if only we I never wanted go. to be a writer, but you know, this is just actually, sitting here coming to me, man. I could see you enjoying that though, dude. I think I would too. If 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 shit was well, if, working out and shit, like it'd be pretty fun. 
Yeah, if 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 I have sold my company for nine point three billion dollars and I can just rip up everybody's script, okay, then cool. yeah, I want to do it. If I'm the guy writing the script that gets ripped up, I don't want to do that. So that's, that's I basically just have to be Vince McMahon, or yeah, pal. or you just have to settle for me doing this podcast. Ah, well, Aaron says, wait, if you buy the Elite Vision, you get the game one day early. Correct the mundo, Aaron. Do he your does. homework, Aaron. Do <laughs> your homework. As a consumer, it's important to do your due diligence. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Many um, games have pre-order bonuses. They do. Actually, did you get... Uh, excuse me, you said you got the Elite Version, right? Does that mean you get all the DLC too? Yes. You marked hard. <laughs> I'm joking. Because hey. I'll be doing the same thing. Well, all to- my favorite wrestlers are in the DLC. They got Hook oh. in the DLC. They oh, got Keith oh. Lee in the DLC. Actually, that reminds me. I forgot to mention earlier. Did you hear about the rumors about Hook possibly joining to uh, joining WWE and that Taz actually wants him to go there? Do you believe any sort of this bullshit? Mm, no, I don't I, really believe it. No, I can see him wanting to go to WWE, but we'll see. Oh, well, maybe he they're does. big fans. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Or they could just. Or they're big fans of just taking a guy's son and fucking with him. You know, like especially with Taz's son, else. they'll fuck with him, bro. Yes, for they will sure. fuck with him real Oof. bad. Bad. On real another bad. note, did you notice uh, CM Punk wearing a Danhausen shirt last actually, night? Actually, I didn't. I didn't actually. That's who was on that. his shirt when he did the running. Yeah. You know what's funny? I forgot all about Danhausen. What the fuck has happened to Danhausen? He's gone, Housen. Yeah, he's gone, Housen. I don't know. He's not. Is on, he still under? He's not on Ring Housen? of Honor. He's not on no. Rampage. He's nowhere. So I don't know. Maybe he's injured uh, or something. I don't know. Speaking of Rampage, we also got the announcement that for the first time ever, and I'm actually happy about this because, as you know, we do Uncaged on ChannelAttitude.com as well as the Smack Attack, and yeah, now MJF also the exciting. Yes. I'm excited, bro. About time we get something good for fucking Rampage. You know what they messed up though? They should have said. MJF is contractually obligated to appear on Rampage. That's how they should have said it. Because you know he, doesn't, he wouldn't want to go. So they should have made it seem like they were forcing him to go. That's true. Well, the biggest mock tide of Torn Pectoral. You have, to have, you have to have a pectoral first. <laughs> well, I know this is Jeff because he absolutely loves Dan Housen. Legitly, he really does. So apparently a torn pectoral. How long does it take him to recover, dude? He's no Cody Rhodes. I'm just saying. Nine months for Dan House. Well, maybe 19 months. (laughs) Six months because, again, there's no peck to tear. So he should be be back. He should be back quicker. That's true. Um, Aaron also says, thank you, Vet and Jimmy. I finally did something well by choosing the elite. The elite. The the elite. No, no, thank you, Aaron. Yeah, you might not have chosen well by watching this show (laughs) because we're about to go as long as Raw if we don't. I'm surprised, bro. I'm surprised. But you know what? We're near the end, man. Trust me. I never really go over two hours. I'm making making up for my last appearance. I got to... Well, actually, I mean, we've gotten a lot of praise, man. But there was one comment in particular, and I forgot to mention it before. But uh, it was Aaron that brought it up. Uh, Oh, yeah. This is what he said. And also, the vet here is more energetic. I do not know how it is, but in all the shows the vet does, he always seems tired. But not here, apparently. Tell him what I said earlier, Jimmy. Remember, <laughs> he was here on a mission, Aaron. He, yeah. he he thought he had a shit go the first time. Well, not the first time, but the last time. Wait, around. wait, wait, wait! Not that part. After that, 
You don't remember? And the he's part here of... to redeem himself. No, just no, quietly. not not he's like not. Nero. I'm not the redeemer. No. Oh I well, said, no, no. I said, I said. Remember, I said, I explained. I said it's the drugs. Oh yes, I forgot about that. You're right. I did drugs, so I'm he did. He in did. a better he's... mood. <laughs> he's on that heavy shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I don't know what it is. Is it meth? Is it? Uh... <laughs> I'll never tell. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> You said it, man. You said it. No. <laughs> you're funny. Oh, well, apparently it's lots of cocaine, maybe. Hey. Close, but you're way off. <laughs> ah. Ah. Ooh. I've got some thoughts. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on. I think this is the second last match, I believe. No, it's not. Fuck, this show goes for ages. Anyway, <laughs> it is Raquel Rodriguez versus Trish Stratus. I'm just going to gloss over this. But I do want to point out, oh, well, I sort of skipped... Cody Rhodes warming up when Akira Tozawa rolls up to tell him he's his man for the trios match tonight. You could have definitely skipped this. I oh, will skip it. Fuck it. Let's just skip all that shit. Forget it. Cause same old, same old. Right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about Trish, 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 and um, Tr- Trish and what's her name? Raquel. Trish and Raquel. Raquel. It was good. Uh, Actually, I didn't mind this. Well, it's it was good, but it was bad because it was a bad match. It was bad. These still. girls were bad in the match, and Dude, I don't know that, what happened. The way but... she was ragdolling Trish looked fucking yeah. pretty bad, man. And, and I don't was... and I don't know why. I don't know why Trish is just a regular, everyday, run of the mill performer now instead she's of a back. special attraction. Yeah, she's. Not we anymore. talked about this yesterday yep. on the Next Level Wrestling Review Channel Attitude.com, but just yep. it's weird how you just bring Trish back. Uh, and instead of being treated like a legend, she's just like on the road, getting drafted, you know, just just another worker. So it just seems strange. And um, even though I liked her match with Becky at Night of Champions, I didn't really care for this. Uh, Trish has never been the kind of person that's able to carry somebody. So, you know, even as much as Raquel has been in developmental and everything like that, this still just wasn't good. Um, but hey, yeah. Jimmy, you liked it, so... I liked it because it sort of, uh, I didn't expect it. Not not that I liked it. I hate Raquel Rodriguez straight up, bro. I can't. Would I you have liked she, her a little more if she said, um, I'm going to fuck you up, Rhea Ripley? <laughs> uh, no. Nah. You know really? what? That really, wouldn't have been I, any better if she had said I, that. You would have been like, well, well. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I guess right? that's uh, right in the show. I think, I think, maybe it's Braun, man. Maybe the fact that she's with Braun Strowman, who I think is the biggest, goofiest idiot in all of professional yeah. wrestling. I said it, yes. Well, I get it, though. I get his attraction, Vet. I truly do, but he's just a big goof. So, in in turn, Raquel is just as goofy. Okay. They suit each other, bro. Let's be real. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, shit. But anyway... Um, he, she ragdolls her pretty good. It looked pretty cool. But then when they done the, the replay up close, it didn't look that good. But from far, it kind of did. Um, but nevertheless... Maybe a lot of the to, show looks better from far. Well, yeah, that's true. But nevertheless, Becky had to fuck it up for uh, Raquel Rodriguez anyway. And yeah, in turn, Trish wins. Because, you know, we need to get that satisfaction, baby. It's guaranteed. Yeah, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It is guaranteed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to run these women down too much. I don't have anything against them. I love Becky. <laughs> well, Aaron says, Vet, Jimmy's Greek. If uh, Gonzalez would have given him Yidos, he would like her. Uh, is that true, Jimmy? I'm not sure, bro. I'm not sure, Aaron, man. All right, what if she, what if she dumped Braun Strowman 
gave you euros and said, I'm going to fuck up Rhea Ripley. How about that? Is she your new favorite? With that trifecta? I do love, I do love, I do love Gyro, bro. I will okay. say that. Nothing, right. like Aaron says, Gyro is amazing. It really is. I'm not we being have, uh, biased here. I could do a with a mean Gyro right now, bro. We have I'm winner. just saying. We have a wiener. <laughs> just like yesterday, remember that? Oh, slithery snake. <laughs> that was funny, man. Okay. Uh, Minion Five says, "I prefer of Lucky." It's the same shit, bro. Yeah, he's just he's just trying to show off that he knows other things. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't, you're don't smarty. You're smarty, Mikey. You're smart. It's a genius. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well, anyway, um, as I said, Trish wins via disqualification, qualifying for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, post-match, Becky seems beside herself, and Raquel is furious. The heels run away and celebrate on the ramp, leaving the babyfaces to stew in their animosity. Uh, oh, God. Dude. I wouldn't, I wouldn't of, have described it like that. It was more like Becky saying, I'm sorry, I just had to kick her ass, and Raquel's like, uh, uh, that's about <laughs> it. If you call that stewing and animosity, then be my guest. Uh, actually, you're wrong, media. One is not beef, and one is lamb. It's the same shit. Doesn't matter what it is. But uh, anyway, I'm not going to argue about Sovlaki or Gyro, whatever. That's right. Um, we're arguing about Monday Night Raw, <laughs> raw. to the core. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> to the fucking so, core, indeed. Speaking to the core, was it just me or did Braun Breaker? This is shocking, dude. Did Braun Breaker sound? Like he wasn't using his core enough. He sound like a pansy talking here, bro. He should have came in and said, "I'm gonna fuck up Seth Rollins." That's what he should have said. <laughs> and then, <laughs> he yeah. should have done that after that. Yeah, he's laughing now, bitch. Woof, woof. <laughs> well, right. But quite frankly, what rhymes with woof? You know what that is? That's what he reminded me of. I'm not gonna lie. Just a big poof. Okay, Did so you're not a, you're not a fan of you're not a fan of Junior here. No, I like Junior, but he he needs help talking, man. I'm not going to lie. I don't lie. really, you know, the, people keep saying that, and I'm like, I don't get it. I think he's fine. I it's think his he's voice, fine. man. Like his voice know. sounds just like his family. So <laughs> what are you no one cared. No, no one was no one was complaining about those guys' voice, <laughs> maybe because they're afraid of getting taped to the ceiling. But <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Um, yeah, you know, he's eating shit because of his old man. We yeah, said this. We were talking about this yesterday yeah. on on the Next Level podcast, which you can check out at channelattitude.com Just quietly, That's right. mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know why he's talking. He shouldn't have even said. He should have just woofed, and I guess that's about it. But like you said, he should have just said, "I'm gonna fuck you up," and you laugh in my face. I'm gonna fuck you even harder. But anyway, mm-hmm. that sounds a bit gay. But still, yes. <laughs> happy I don't know pride. What his father would have to say about that. <laughs> yes, it's true. All right, anyway, all right. <laughs> well, he goes on to say he says surely Seth Rollins won't use what happened tonight as an excuse not to show up and face him tomorrow night on NXT, which is you know yesterday or the day before. He talks a big game about being a workhorse and he's been waiting for this opportunity. And if you think what Finn Balor did tonight was bad. You ain't seen nothing yet. Well, how many times have we heard that saying? But anyway, he's going to hurt Rollins, and you should get used to seeing his face on Monday nights because he's going to win the title. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Anyway, and then we see Shinsuke once again making his entrance. Cool. Anything to really say, Yvette? No. Um, well, we're going to see how none of this played out. So this is the second time where 
you know, they were saying what they were going to do and they didn't do it, which is normally, again, fine for a heel, but um, I don't even know why he needed to be here because nothing happened. Right, nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. It's true. Not even Seth acknowledged him. Right. Not that I remember. Imagine just me, being like, remember. Imagine, imagine being like Braun or even like Carmelo Hayes who had to go to SmackDown and just sit in the crowd for one spot or Braun to go and just have this one. He has to be there all day. All and then day, he gets to, he gets to do this one thing. And then, yep. then he has to go back. It's like, so I'm in Florida. Then I got to go to Cleveland. Then I got to go back to Florida the next day. Great. Well, isn't he from Could Florida? I, couldn't I have just sent a video yeah. in? Like, why did I have to get on a plane, right? Like, That's true. Why? Why? Know. And he looked shitty, too, for just being there. I'm not going to lie. <sighs> Well, speaking of shitty, um, I'm not even going to get into the Becky thing. Like after that, she basically said she screwed Becky. herself. I mean, yeah. yeah. I love to screw Becky. <laughs> <laughs> you threw me right <laughs> off. There, but... Why don't you leave the kid um, with me and go off? Oh, <laughs> what's the kid's name again? It was a rocks or something, like a rook or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Speaking of no one caring, we see Bronson Reed versus Shinsuke Nakamura next. And to my surprise, but not really because they are trying with him, Bronson Reed does win via pinfall with a 747 splash. Can we just say Tsunami? Well, yeah, what do you mean 747? <laughs> I told you, this is the new game now. We're just going to call it for okay. what, it, what we see. Oh, then it's you should have called it the Climax to climb up to the top rope and fall face down <laughs> and then yeah and it was can we call it the, yeah i guess that's what it is it's true why he hits him with, he, that's his move he he calls that the i'm gonna climb it to the top rope and fall face down on you <laughs> concussions much i'm just saying but uh <laughs> but still i love when Corey gray says tsunami but uh, yeah, it was a tsunami. According, sure. to, according to Elizabeth's report, some kid behind <laughs> her said tsunami. So tsunami's know, over, man. Oh uh, yeah, it is. It, it is over. It, it is. It actually kind of is. But uh, thanks to Corey Graves, I guess. Um, are they going to get anywhere with Bronson Reed in the future before we move on? Because it's the main event next. No, um, but so. uh, no, no. But um, you know. What do you think, Jimmy? I mean, I I have no, no idea. All actually, not know. not the same question. Would okay. you like to see Bronson Reed in the main event, or do you think he's not really WWE main event type? No. Nah. Well, well, was Bam Bam Bigelow really WWE main event type? Even though he was in main event, you know, here and well, there. If, well, but... if you, yeah, I mean, if you if if you needed opponents for Hogan or those type of things, maybe back then, even though so he was that... kind of a babyface. Uh, uh, earlier on yeah. back then which was kind of weird you would think in they the late 80s right. yeah um uh, yeah i don't know yeah look man i think he's got something you can clearly see triple h is a fan of his 100 percent. but i don't i don't think he really has any charisma he's all right in the ring for a big guy he can move but yeah he's just yeah. he's just yeah that's it he's just a tsunami bro that, that's tsunami. just then that's that but anyway, let's move on, though, because uh, we see Seth freaking Rollins appears from the hospital, apparently. He says they took him out of the arena to x-ray his ribs, but he doesn't stop and he doesn't make excuses. So he'll be at NXT tomorrow night to defend his title against Bron Breaker. And as for Finn Balor, there's the guy that beat him seven years ago and money in the bank can't come soon enough and blah, blah, blah. So 
yeah, we move on to the main event, Vet. Finally, it is Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zizane versus The Judgment Day. Once again, in Damien Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and the little leprechaun in Finn Balor. Um, yeah, it was an alright match. For a TV match, it is what it is. But Cody, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, of course, win by pinfall via the crossroads. Or should I call it... Uh, a shake, rattle, and roll in many ways, if you know what I mean. Reverse, reverse shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> reverse, reverse swinging neck breaker. Oh, well, there you go. That's the real name of it. <laughs> the reverse, reverse, whatever. Swinging neck breaker. Re- reverse, that's it is. reverse twist and shout. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you should call it that, actually. I mean, why not? Because and Crossroads I, is a pun, and they love puns. They love uh, puns. Yeah. So, you know. This was another match where Damian Priest does a does a job, and I don't know why we need to have a finish for this. We could have had a schmaz or something, right? We could have, um, because you don't. Yeah, like it doesn't really matter in a six man tag if somebody gets a clean win. Just the fact that you're putting a six man tag on in the main event, if it's not actually like the blow off to something, the reason why you have these guys here, right? Then. Maybe you could just do a DQ of some kind or whatever, count out, just There's anything no to not anyone in this match. Yeah, anything <laughs> to not beat a guy. I understand right. you don't want to beat Dominic before Cody gets his hands on him and money in the bank. I understand you don't want to beat Finn Balor because he's got a title match and and you and you don't want to beat Damian Priest because he's supposed to be in the money in the bank match. But every <laughs> single one of these three guys has been as Jim Cornette would say, beaten into powder over the past yeah. few months. So yeah. why beat him again? Why not just throw the match out? Especially the fans, the th- fans will get all like you get all your shit in, in the match and the fans will get to see what they came to see. And then who cares if someone gets DQ'd at the end, at least they saw all the, you, you got to see all your stars and your moves and everything. And you go home happy. Right. Um, whatever. But, there's no protecting, especially Damien Priest, because the big guy always has to take the friggin' pin, dude. Yeah, unless it's the small guy or the son of the guy. <laughs> or the son of a guy, right, who actually gets protected a lot more than all of these guys, just saying, you know what I mean? And I get he it. Should be, he should be taking the L in every single match. He should, he should, because it doesn't affect Dominic, really. Yeah. It wouldn't affect And him. nobody believes it when he wins either, so. Exactly, man. That's what, I don't understand that. And Damien Priest, you would have... Oh man, I feel yeah. like he's earned to get a decent run, not this shit all the time, but whatever, it is what it is, that's mm-hmm. something to be for you, but um, I mean, it's the same old shit, week in, week out, this is what happens, and to be fair, uh, is there really much more to say about this match? Nothing to say about the match, we already got the point across, plus I wasn't paying right. attention to it, I was probably like doing some push-ups or whatever. So uh, anything is more interesting than this to me, but I was listening to it and I was hearing it and I was glancing at it. So like I got the gist (laughs) of it, but, but I mean, you know, like I said, I I lose interest when I know it will go nowhere. And that's exactly what this does. Like you're, you're trying to, you're trying to set up three different guys. Like I already laid out for the judgment day, you know, like those are the three guys' goals and that's their business. And, it really, you, you, I, yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> so we've already covered it. We'd just be repeating ourselves at this point. The important thing to talk about is what happens on 
NXT. Exactly. Thank you. Right. The following night, right? So I was I don't know why I didn't think about this when we were talking about it yesterday yeah. because we were talking about how so yes, yeah, Seth Rollins had a match with Braun Breaker on NXT and it was the main event and it was for the World Heavyweight Championship. Right. So Rollins is coming in with a dangerous opponent and a existing injury because Finn Balor attacked him on Monday Night Raw, right? Right. And what and what did I say when they had this match? Seth Rollins had the same match he has with every single person he ever gets in the ring with. It's the exact same match. He does not care what the situation is or what the story calls for. He just goes and has his match and it goes however long he's told to let it go. He's a perfect right. pro in that way. However, at the end of it, he beats Braun Breaker. Just beats him clean in the middle. Two stomps. Breaker's out. Breaker's on. Now had three major losses in a row. Fucking so, ridiculous. yeah. Like, to what you were alluding to earlier, he's having to eat shit for now, apparently. Or it's just a coincidence and bad booking, which they always have. So, you never well, really they, know. But too, right. Okay. But here's the thing. So, after that, what happens, Jimmy, on NXT? After the match is over, what happens? We see the little leprechaun coming back. That's right. JD McDonough comes in and he's. Oh, <laughs> so, so Finn Balor oh. comes in and attacks uh, Seth Rollins to get some heat, right? So, right. we're going he's off the air. Him. Yeah, we're going off the air on NXT with a main roster angle to try it to get be heat. a big no no. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, well, here's the biggest thing. This is the part, I don't know why I didn't think of this. If Finn Balor has to come in there anyway, why doesn't he just attack fucking Seth Rollins or Braun Breaker and cause a DQ? Right, that's what I was so, going to say. again, neither one of these guys has to lose, but Finn Balor's whole thing, which goes back to what I said to remind me of later, in that promo he said, if... I'm going to be the one to take that championship off you, not anybody else. So Braun Breaker would be that anybody else, which means right. he Just could attack that match from happening. Yeah. He could attack Braun Breaker in the match, like it and get, get, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter who he attacks, but you could have avoided again, having a clean finish and you're still setting up your angle. The way they did it, you beat Braun Breaker flat. Then Finn Balor's out there for no reason, and he, all he's doing is the same thing he did on Monday. So it's it's just exactly a repeat of what thing. we've already seen. It, it, um, it was the splitting thing, like it was the exactly right. the same thing. And in this, in that way, if they had done that finish, what they could have done was instead of Seth Rollins having the Seth Rollins match, he could have let Braun Breaker kick his ass for fifteen minutes and survive, right, like. Right. I'm 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 surviving. My ribs are hurt. Because I'm it's hurt. Put, it's putting also over Braun Breaker at the same time. Yes, right. yes. And then then when the DQ happens, neither guy goes under. So we'll always be like, "Wow, what if this match had gone longer? What if, uh, you know, Finn Balor didn't interrupt it? Maybe down the road these guys can have a rematch and we could settle right. this. That's the if, whole point of this fucking business." If there was ever a time we needed a dusty finish, it was then. It was that match. Like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't understand the logic, dude. Again, it has to be heat yep. from his old man. It's the only logical thing I can think of, man. 
Because like but you that's said, still not even if he's got heat from his old man, that doesn't that's still not helping out Seth and Finn with their program. No, not at all. You're right. You know, that's why, why did they have to, to why did they why would Seth Rollins and Finn Balor have to suffer because of what Rick Steiner did at a convention? It has nothing to do with them, <laughs> but they're still that, fucking yeah. up everything. You know, this is this is the WWE. And so for all the people that are like, why doesn't so and so go there? Why doesn't so and so go there? Well, maybe they watch it and be like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Well, fucking, I don't even want to watch him. Right, yeah. exactly. Like I'm gonna bring my, like I'm gonna bring my rolling suitcase into that building every day. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll just go but, to, I'll just go to AEW and work once a month. I mean, shit, and get paid well, right? I mean, yep. you can't you're gonna get paid the same pretty much. So yeah, I mean, and you save on you travel because it's not like they, it's not like WWE pays for your hotel and rent a car and all this other stuff. You still gotta um, pay for that. That's true. Only on international tours, I think they do pay for hotels and shit like that. But you're yeah. right. I think AEW does pay for all that shit, right? It's all expenses paid. I mean, and, e- and even if you, even if they don't, even if you do have to pay for your own, which I don't think they do, but even if you did, you're still traveling less overall. So you're still saving money. And I mean, shit, let's be honest. I mean, they do, they concentrate pretty much either like, uh, you know, around the Florida area, right? Or mm-hmm. the Northeast. But anyway, right. I, mean, I mean, pretty that's much. That's beside the point. Chicago, the point mainly. is, the point is, WWE's fucking sucks, and we, I think well, we proved it. I think we right. proved it here today. I don't think anybody can dispute anything we're saying. I think this is probably about the worst promotion going today. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think their PLEs are pretty, pretty good usually, right? I mean, just in terms of fun shows, maybe not in terms of the booking, but generally everyone comes out to play pretty well right but yeah their weekly shows are a drag other than smackdown it is way more watchable but if it wasn't for the bloodline shit would it be you know what i mean let's be real here you know what i mean and the fact that you can skip a bunch of recaps and that too absolutely but um i will say one thing and you're probably going to think i'm crazy because i don't watch raw in a while um i did think it flowed pretty well i thought like the uh Oh my god, I can't think, man. The the certain word, the flow of the show, but it's not the word I'm looking for. But you get what I'm trying to say. The pace of the show. The pace. The pace of the show was actually quite good compared to. But then again, I watched the show without any commercials, so every time there was a commercial break, yeah, it gets chopped. So that that's probably what it is. If I'd watched it live, maybe I wouldn't think the same way. Because when I watch it on demand, for the cool thing is on my cable provider. They cut out all the commercials, man. So I don't have to go through all that bullshit. So yeah, it's probably that. That's what it is. If it was if I watched it with the commercials, I probably would think completely different. So there is that also. But yeah, I mean, it's the same old shit. They're trying a lot of... I mean, Raw really feels like a, it's, it's a Vince book show. I mean, there's a lot of bullshit comedy, a lot of unnecessary com- comedy, a lot of stupidity, but... That's WWE, right? It is what it is. But um, I'm sure Money in the Bank will be good, and which is next week, I think, right? Mm, I think so. For some reason, I feel like it's farther away, but I don't know. Wait a minute. When is All uh, all In? Is that in August, right? Yeah. Okay, for a moment, I thought, are they fucking both going to England at the same time? That would have been weird. But anyway, we still don't even know if All In will be on pay-per-view, mind you, Vet. <laughs> they will. haven't even announced of course, that. Of course it will. You think so? Yes. 
I know we should be, but why haven't they fucking announced that yet? There hasn't been because any... it's probably they're probably just assuming that everybody knows that. Okay, well I am Saturday, assuming. July first. What? That's money in money the bank. In the right? bank. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens there. But uh, you know what, Vet? We've done two hours and 30 minutes, bro. Plus, surprisingly, actually, I mean, and you were on fire tonight, dude. As you could see in the in the comments, everyone was praising us, but everyone was praising you. You had the energy. Apparently, it's the drugs, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, it's the drugs. It's all about the drugs. Whatever drug that is, we'll, we'll leave it to everyone's imagination. Or should I say, like Jeff Hardy would say, imagination. Because mm-hmm. he's and like bit... he would say, give me some drugs. But, <laughs> well, yeah. He's a bit, you know, hey. he's a bit on the cuckoo side, but uh, you know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> you wonder why he dances like that, right? I mean, shit. Yeah, come on. <laughs> he does wear the fucking uh, the the what do you call it, the fat pants. After all, right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, I mean, each to their own. But um, yeah, man, tell them where they can find you, man. Let's take this shit home, bro. Yeah, um, you can find me at Opinion Haver on all your favorite social media platforms, including twitch.tv slash Opinion Haver, where you can see me stream Fight Forever on minute one of its release <laughs> of June 28th. Uh, I don't know what, now one thing I don't know is if the DLCs will be available that day or if they're just later, like, you know what I mean? Question. That we don't know, but, uh, maybe more announcements coming in the future. Um, they're still releasing trailers for stuff like barbed wire match, Eddie Kingston, all some other stuff. So, you know, look forward to that and look forward to seeing me play it and you can laugh at it with me or just laugh because we're all having a great time playing a great game. Um... But yeah, add a pin have everywhere. A laugh if it's great. Yeah, it, why not? <laughs> uh, so you've got, uh, you've got the Next Level Wrestling Review every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern with myself, Big Ray Hernandez, and this week, Jimmy T with a run-in That's right. from BRV. So you always want to check it out live so you can be part of the fun and festivities. You can check me out every Monday night at 6 30 p.m pacific uh 9 30 p.m eastern for the impact attack with brandon which we also had the pwc's christopher rams on this week um uh your favorite podcaster which is me uh he's my favorite podcaster so and you're um, his favorite podcaster just quietly well i'm everyone's favorite <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but my favorite is not everyone my favorite is chris so that's true that's how that works that's how the math works the steiner math works out like that <laughs> and um he joined us to talk about impact the uh the aftermath of uh, whatever against all odds bullshit show they had where alex shelley won the title <laughs> congratulations alex shelley um oh, wow we talked about other things like uh, Moose resigning and all this other stuff. So check that out. That I, I gave you the live times, but of course you can catch up on any of these uh, after the fact on video or audio with channelattitude.com. And um, yeah, check out Wrestling with Rip Rogers live every Friday, unless when it's not. Uh, and you never know who might stop in. Maybe I could stop in. Um and is it true that Rip Rogers is the second yeah. wrestler who was called Rip Rogers? Yes, that is true. Is it true? Do you know? Do you know who the first one was, Jimmy? I don't think I do. I'm sure somebody might know, but I, I don't have time. We've already had enough time on the show, so I'll just Man. tell you. 
It was actually Eddie Graham, the legendary promoter wow. Eddie Graham. Really? Was Rip Rogers, yes. From Florida? Mm-hmm. The that's one that's right. dead now, unfortunately. He committed suicide, yes, right? brother yeah. of Dr. Jerry Graham and uh, brother of superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew media would probably know, but I didn't know if he was still here or if he fell asleep or if he wouldn't get it. Oh, no, he's here. Anyway. He's yeah, right yeah. here right now. He, oh, I, he see, no, I see it. it. I see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but... Um, Yes, that was the original Ripper Rogers. And you could see the current Rip Rogers every Friday. <laughs> and uh, I keep threatening to pop in. Maybe I just should just damn well do it again. Because it's been you a while should. since I've since I've jumped in with those guys. But sometimes they have special guests like last week they had Ryback on. So yeah. I wasn't going to steal the big guy's thunder, <laughs> even though I easily could have. But I didn't. <laughs> should have. <laughs> yeah, I let him. I let him say whatever he wanted to say, trying to get himself a match with Goldberg or whatever he wanted. Whatever, that's fine. I, I'm. I support that. So, you know, check out the big guy. Um, check out Rip Rogers. Check out Von Lila Studios. And check out Stevie Richards. Every single time you turn around, Stevie Richards is putting something else up. Whether it's a review of some fitness equipment, um, whether it's a, a video of his new truck, whether it's an episode of the Big Fitness Show with Big Mike Barons. Or whether he's on Channel Attitude, um, doing Raw and SmackDown reviews with Ben Hameen, and saying that the K sounds look better than uh, Chelsea and Sonia, like whatever you <laughs> just and and he's doing the new the new match breakdown on um, uh, Patreon uh, for Russo. I think it's a uh, is it Russo TWC on Patreon? Yes, it is. So if you want to see Stevie uh, breakdown on his uh, on his little board there um he, he'll break down some matches and some things so that's pretty exciting uh and i think that's everything i need to talk about jamie i think that's true and uh yeah big shout out to stevie Richards, man we we all love stevie man and i'm just glad he's better man that's that's what matters the most yes. but man you know what he's been due to be on one of my shows for a long time now but uh, you know stevie he's a he's a busy man i don't like busting his chops that's we do right. chat here and there but like i said i don't always want to bust these balls but yeah shout out to stevie richards but if you want to follow me you can on twitter at dj mass effect and you can follow us at the pwc network please like and subscribe right here at the pwc network.podbean.com where you can find all uh all of our shows is in my shows chris's uh jeff Littman's heck even the a show is on there and also i'm missing something else garden of doom and whatnot there's a few and also like and subscribe at channelattitude.com with five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling and no this is not the dark order <laughs> symbol this is the five dollar symbol five bucks yeah <laughs> join the dark order but no join channelattitude.com you won't be disappointed and also hamminmediagroup.popping.com where you'll find all our affiliate shows and in saying that i think it's a rap vet so I am Jimmy T, that is the vet Jamie Williams, and you have been watching and listening to the PwC Monday Night Machismo Thursday edition right here on the PwC Network, and we bid you adieu. See yous.
the PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.